brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Hey guys, this is Kenan Thompson. I have a problem with you. Yes, you. None of y'all told me that AutoTrader has millions of new and used cars that I can shop from home. I thought we were friends. I put smiles on your face, but I'm not smiling. No one told me that with AutoTrader, a dealer can deliver cars to my home or that I could shop by price on AutoTrader. No one. Consider this friendship that you just learned we had officially over. Finally, it's easy. AutoTrader. Konnichiwa, folks! Minasan! Konnichiwa! Hello, everyone, and welcome to the final 2022 episode of Talk to Keiki. Which we're recording in 23. <laughs> yep, because uh, we had to wait for shit to finish. But uh, anyway, this is the annual Keiki Awards. I'm Matt, and to join me, as always, Ethan, my co-hi. What's going on? Minasan! Genki deska. All righty, how are you feeling today? Oh, it's been a long week personally, but I'm I've been excited to get this over with because the amount of work that we put into this son of a bitch, good God. We put yeah, so much so we're, work we're, into this. We're, we're we're making this special, folks. Oh, we are. Uh we have our we have a friend joining us shortly. He's getting prepped. Uh once he is here, we will get started. But before that though, we are going to review one show we did for the season already for Winter 23, where the house has been. Season two. Yes, indeed. A phenomenal and, a phenomenal se- opening to season two, if, if I do say so myself. Oh, yeah. I, I actually re- rewatched it after you were talking about it. And you know, like, yeah, you know what? It's actually funnier than... <laughs> it is! Yeah. After the, after the first viewing, it, yeah, it was definitely funnier. Were you... um? What happened the first time? You just weren't paying attention? I don't know. I think it was just busy or I was just high. And I you zoned out a lot. <laughs> you were high. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. But uh, yeah, so you know, I after I like, talked to my friends about it for a bit, and then I did I rewatched a couple of things, and yeah, I laughed a lot more than I originally expected to. So like, all right, you know what, this was fun. We only had five episodes, so it'll be like last time where it was part one. We'll get part two at a later. Right. So yeah, tell us what you thought with those five episodes. It was, uh, it was funny. It was really funny. Um, it was a nice reprieve to um some of the stuff that we have been watching in general, <clears throat> but. I thoroughly enjoyed yep. watching it throughout the five episodes. Uh, it was a simple watch. Uh, again, a very pleasurable watch. Um, yeah, I laughed a lot, dude. It, it, like like I mentioned to you before in the chat, it's definitely funnier um, than the, than part two of season one. Yeah, part I, two was okay. Yeah, like it was, I gave it, I still gave it, did I give it a four stars? I might have given it a three, I don't recall. Um, uh, no, part two, I feel like three and a quarter. Um, part two of season one. Uh, or are you talking about this part two? 
Uh, like the other, no, um, th- this I gave a four. Yeah, so I gave it. A yeah, see, yeah, season one. Uh, as a whole, was a to me, season one as a whole was a four. Um, if we break it down by parts, season one, uh, part one was like a four and a half, and then the other one for me was like a three and a half. Right, right, right. But no, it was a very enjoyable watch. Um, flew by. Uh. Yeah, it was great. I laughed a lot, like I said. I mean, I'm yes, just sir. reiterating the same shit at this stage, you know. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, someone, a friend of mine wants the... Uh, I want a link. lot of people. I, I, I want it all, baby. Okay. Okay, Dusty. No, 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 no. It was, uh, it was the queen song with the I want it all, but I just added the baby part. I want it all. We're here. I want it all. All right, yeah, my friend wanted the YouTube link. He's got it. All right, enjoy the show, motherfucker. Yeah, enjoy the show, my friend. Anything as else we want to talk about? As we're, as, as we're waiting for the star, man. God damn it. He's not oh, cool man. to be fast to be late, motherfucker. Oh, man. Uh, let's talk about some of the episodes. Like, uh, fucking Tatsu wanted to join this elite guild of these uh, housewives. Yes. They're all old ladies. And they're all, what? like, they all got nicknames and shit. It's just like the Yakuza yep. of housewives. <laughs> Real housewives of the Yakuza. That's what exactly. that's what should have been. He le- and he lacked discipline. Hey, Captain, how you doing? He lacked reform. That's what it was. He lacked reform. Exactly. He lacked a discipline. That's what it was. And then he got it. And then uh, also, I love I love the kid who just didn't want to eat his vegetables. Oh, uh, that's what's her face's mom, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's like, uh, or not oh, mom, uh, daughter. Daughter. Yeah, like, oh, we have uh, we have this character. He's like, what the? You know, like, we have the beef? Like, no, before that. We have after that. Like, carrot. carrot? Like, don't ever say that here Never again. say that word. <laughs> and no. their facial reactions were fucking great. They were Anya-esque. Yes. They were just very the, Anya-esque. Just the death glare. And then the Tatsu glaring back is like, ah. <laughs> that was another one. Um, I'm trying to think what else. The poor cat. Oh. I, yeah. I love how the, that was how it ended. That was how part one ended. Just yeah. full on. Today's the day. And you think, oh, we're going to put it to sleep. Nope. We're, we're clipping your balls off. Yep. You're, you're getting neutered, my friend. And he was, and he was never the same ever since. Oh well, better than pissing everywhere. Uh, yeah, and that Mark and Terry. Yeah, I don't miss that about the other. No, Not no. anymore. I, I'm glad. I'm glad we did it earlier <laughs> than we expected to. Yeah. Uh, have you started any of your winter stuff yet? Because we're not, we're not reviewing it for another two weeks. No, dude, I haven't touched it. I've been so. Yeah, I, I, the... I, I, I only watched the one because I've been busy. Trying to too. do our list for fucking annuals took forever. I mean, oh. And then my my fucking our we did a, a surprise freaking Wrestle Kingdom review with with our buddies at the yeah the we did that group, last night and that was good and then I had a two uh, two point two hour uh, what's it called pod with uh, Andy at MMA for Mark shout out to Andy yeah. MMA for Mark's podcast also available on W two M Network check us out if you want to listen to the latest and greatest in MMA but yeah dude <clears throat> I was laughing because he realized after the show was recording he's like dude my mic wasn't recording. And he's like, and we went back and we found out it wasn't recording the last episode either. So for the last two weeks, his mic was just like, just simply a prop. I felt, but poor guy. He said, uh, I felt bad. Uh, yeah. Where's yeah. your mic? Your mic is, on, is a table mic, right? Yeah. No, it's like, yeah, it's like right by, it's right by my keyboards. Ah, okay. So it's you gotta get way. upgraded. You can get arm and shit. Wait, what? You gotta get you upgraded. You get an arm and shit. Eh, I'm 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 good with right here, honestly. I guess. Uh, yeah, we got nine, like ten shows aired. Uh, only two are below a six, and that's Technoroid and uh, that uh, dog one. Do I even bother with Technoroid at this stage? Like, 
Should I just is drop it, it before it, you? Yeah, just, just drop. Just drop it. Okay, I'm gonna drop it. Uh, yeah, uh, Revenge is a seven, straight up seven. That's not bad. Spy, Spy Classroom is a seven point zero four. Uh, Tomo Chan is a girl, seven and a half. Mm-hmm. Bruno Stray Dogs season four, eight and a half. Mm. Buddy Daddy's seven and a half. Mm. Ice Guy is seven point three. Uh, like I said, that's the only one I watched, and that was good. Yeah, I'm at, a, hmm? I'm at seven shows so far debuting. Oh, I do want to talk about this because we have a little bit of time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I want to talk about Play It Cool, guys, which is a show okay, that all and was it's absolutely wonderful. It's two core shows, so it's going to continue during uh, winter. And Matt, it is such an easy watch. I implore yeah. you to pick this up, dude. It's literally like for the OP, beautiful OP. ED, right. it's okay. Um, it's in total an 11 minute episode. If you skip the ED and OP and ED, it's like eight minutes, dude. And it's fucking funny. It's about four guys that are aloof and like idiots in their own ways. Um, and just them like living lives. It's like, it's a really wholesome slice of life. Um, it's got a little bit of Yaoi in it too. Like there's like, there's yeah, yeah. yeah. I always say Yaoi, but there's like, it's, it's very Yaoi-esque where it's like, uh, what's it called? Like, there's like not a sexual tension, but there's like a cute little tension to it you know like they right. get embarrassed by something the other guy says or the other guy's like he's so cool and he's blushing like it's a little bit of a, a yaoi to it and so um i thoroughly enjoyed it i laughed plenty of times during the episodes um the ep- it's a, basically there's one guy who's a 27 year old uh what's it called office worker there's okay. a 16 year old high school junior there's a 19-year-old uh, graphic designer going to school for graphic design and then another 19-year-old student, uh, college student at like a prestigious like university at like in their location. And okay. again, they're all fucking hilarious, dude, in their own little ways. Um, and again, it's just like there's a lot of cute things like you'll have like there's like one episode where they're in a fucking like hamster cafe. Adorable. There's another one where like you have like the like running the dog um there's another one where they go where the college guy goes to a mixer um and it's funny like how this uh, the story does a really good job of intertwining um all four of them where they're just four separate people at first and then by right. like midway through the first part they all become like relatively friendly their lives like basically like come together in like a cafe and they all just become friends and it's really 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 good i thoroughly enjoyed it um, if I were to have, like, if I had seen this prior to, I mean, I can rate it cause we didn't rate all the other ones. Um, but if I were to rate it, it probably would have been in my, like, it probably would have been in my, like, it probably would have been number 10 in my top, in my top, uh, 12 for fall. It would have bumped you right. out into an honorable mention and it would have made 10 for me. Um, it was gotcha. really fucking solid. Um, but then again, well, if you would have rated the other ones, then it would have bumped, bumped down to like honorable mention three, probably. So. Yeah. Right. Uh yeah, I, I'll I'll see. Uh right now I got I'm almost done with Lupin Zero. I think the finale's next week. It's been okay. Uh, I already said my complaints about how basically Lupin is just exactly the same just as a teenager. Yeah. I I figured his personality would be a little bit different, but you know, uh, beggars can't be choosers. But we finally see Lupin the fir- the first Lupin. We finally see him, grandfather on his bed, grabbing actual titties, like like nipples out and everything. Yeah. Titties in one hand while talking shit about Lupin the Third while uh, Lupin Jr. got kicked out because, you know, Grandpa's a bitch. Yeah. And he uh, made a thing. He's like, okay, uh, I'm, who, 
after this, complete this maze, you get my entire f- fortune. Lupin, you will get the name officially Lupin the Third if you do this. You all sign these waivers because some of you might die. Yeah. We got there was like these four other people. One's this half naked woman. Uh, <laughs> this, this other kid's like a protege and some uh, like mercenary type thing. They all go there. They all do these random stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, okay, they get to the last area and it's like, okay, one has a key, one has a knife, one has a gun. You got to figure out who has what to open that door type of thing. Okay. So uh, basically, you don't see who has the key yet, but uh, Lupin says, I know who has the gun because so, like, so, someone has the gun. And mm. bam, someone got shot. <laughs> but uh, it, was a, it was a non-lethal bullet type. Like, it, was, it was a rubber bullet. Mm-hmm. And the other guy and the kid who had the key, he was wearing a uh, bulletproof vest <laughs> underneath. Wow. But uh, the guy, the mercenary, died <laughs> from the stabbing, from the, the half-naked woman. <laughs> and it says, and you find out that there was no real inheritance for this fucking thing. That's, a, just, that's a trope in anime where it's like, claim the inheritance, claim the treasure. There's no treasure. That, that, no, 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 that's no, how Lupin, one piece no. Is end, folks. No, there no, was Lupin, no fucking one piece. Yeah, Lupin the Third, he figured that out because this whole time it was a ploy for the grandfather to get a fucking heart. Someone like I, if they die, I get their heart for a heart transplant. That's it. So he, so he can keep living. He'll live forever, baby. So that was it for that one. I didn't see today's episode yet. I will get to that later. And then I got the finale for that. Um, overall, it's like uh, I'll probably give it three and a half. Solid. I wouldn't rank. I would. I wouldn't rank it anywhere. Hmm. Like, like nothing would have been bumped if we were grading it. Makes sense. What's uh, what's Starman saying? Five minutes. The captain says the treasure was the friends we made along the way. Bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. The real treasure is inside. That's it's, what she said. That's exactly. What said. <laughs> or oh, they said, man. no matter who you want. He, she, they, vegetable, whatever you want. There's a hole you can find a treasure in. Uh, when there's a hole, it's a man's job to thrust into it. Yes. There's also a uh, hole where you could bury your treasure in. Catch my drift. <laughs> Oh man, you want to talk about Wrestle Kingdom again while we wait? <laughs> talk about what? So you want to talk about Wrestle Kingdom while we wait? Yeah, we can talk about Wrestle Kingdom while we wait. <laughs> why, why the fuck not? Uh, Impromptu wrestling podcast, guys. Impromptu it drops. <laughs> no, no, we can talk about uh, New Japan versus Noah while we wait. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah, that makes that's sense. It's a, a solid card. It is a solid card, dude, for sure. We got five big singles matches and wait for. You know, honestly, I wasn't like. Everybody cared about what's it called? Uh Naito and, and Keno. Everyone cared about uh Nakajima and um Shingo. And Shingo, but I mean the other three guys they could have put him in a six man. Yeah, right? You know what? I, I guess maybe Hiromo too, if you want to put Hiromo in a singles match since he's the new That's the thing. I'm surprised Manabu is fighting Sonata because I thought Manabu was usually a junior. Let's not think of someone else. Um I don't know. I'm surprised they didn't get Funaki. I wouldn't mind seeing Funaki versus Sonata. Yeah. No, sorry. I was thinking Shuji Kondo for the junior. Yeah, Manabu's a heavyweight. My bad. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he's he's an ultra fan. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. But yeah, dude, I would have loved to see Funaki versus fucking Sonata. That would have been fucking cool. Dude. That'd be cool. That would be cool. That would have been really fucking cool. That would have been technical as fuck. Surprised... No, no Titan? No. Well, he's auxiliary at this stage. I know. Like, did they not have it? Like, did it... You could have done a tag match with uh, Bushi and Titan again. That yeah, at least one more person. That Did you see, I love Bushy. I love Bushy's comment. He's like, I wanted to face uh, what's his face, um, the other guy, 
He's like, why do I got to face? Uh, what's it called? He's like, why do I got to face okay. Tadasuke? And he's like, oh, what's wrong with me? And he's like, I just don't want to get any of your like wet, greasy hair on me during the match. <laughs> and then he's uh, like, oh, it's dry today. Are you okay, bro? <laughs> that shit was funny as fuck. Uh, you mean Amakusa, the the new guy? Or sorry, no, he wanted to face. The, oh, yeah, he wanted to face the guy from Congo, the junior from Congo. I say Amakusa is the junior champion. He's in Congo. Is he? Yeah. I didn't know Amakusa was in Congo. Yeah, he's a how. Oh shit! I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know it was him either. So I looked him. Up. I was like, okay, yeah, I thought it was a, I thought it was a new guy, but no, he's, he had an excursion that loser leaves Noah shit. Mm. Now he's now he's back back as a mask. That makes sense. Yeah. So I was like, okay, but you know, I think he, I think he's booked for a different match. Yeah, he, he's booked in a six man. So yeah, he's booked. In- but, uh, who else the, could they have gotten? Um, it's a shame yeah. that Shizaki's not there. Which one? Shizaki. It's a shame Shizaki's not there in the in America. Go, oh, oh yeah. Segura's there, right? Yeah, he's there. Uh, yeah, I'm surprised Go's not there. Well, Go wasn't even on the the January first show. Is he hurt again? I don't know. That's weird. Well, at least there's no evil. Thank God. Uh, for the tag match, you think Kaito's gonna get the pin, or you think Inamoru uh, is gonna take the fall? What's the um? What's the match again? It's Okada <laughs> and Makabe against Kaito and uh, Inamoru. <laughs> I can see Kaito getting the pin, especially because he in the last one he he's the one who ate the pin. He took the pin, yeah. He uh, took the pin. So I can yeah. see as a champion, yeah. I think he. Uh, I say, I think yeah, he yeah. He could pin Makabe. That'd be big, but uh, I don't it know. Would it would be. Uh, I think that's where I was gonna be Yohei. Yeah, I expect that. And uh, I'm expecting, yeah, it's a uh, Sugiara, Kojima, Toru, Tanahashi against Kenta, Marufuji, Phantasma. Against- oh. Fucking Gato's gonna fuck the pin. He's gonna take the yeah, he's gonna take that pin for sure. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Zero doubt. That, that, that's 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 all that's all he's there for. This thing is gonna uh, say, I can't make it, guys. Let's see what Starman yeah, says. And, uh, I'm sure okay, how do I get in? This nigga didn't save the fucking oh my, oh my, oh my god. <laughs> Ooh, Christ, dude. Just, gi- just give him the link. Just give him the link. Oh fuck. She oh, come on, come god. on, Starman. Um, we on your non-Safari browser. Okay. You should have saved Sean Garmer's info. He's probably working right now. This isn't yeah. helpful. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we apologize, but... Uh, we we have, look at our viewers. We have a lot of viewers for this, bro. We have five viewers. Yeah. Right it's because yeah, it's uh, early on a Friday, so nobody's got shit to do right now. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Well, well, three of them is my friends on YouTube, so thank you guys. Uh, Captain, oh, nice. Chris, Heath, I appreciate you guys. Oh, That's great. So Glad your friends support you. My friends don't give a fuck about me. I asked nicely. You fucking rat bastards. I need something. Fucking drink. Use your real name on here, not your fucking stage name. Goddamn Sean. (laughs) Fucking rat. We only have him on here, folks, because he's got the fucking expensive four hundred dollar freaking. No, no, he no he he no he was great in the summertime. So I I thought it'd be fair to bring him back. Yeah, well. And he might be our like our backup for whenever we can't record under unknown circumstances. He's our sixth man. Yeah, we got we got to support him, people. We got to support the people. Man, my vape is freaking. It's starting to sting, which means it's probably getting bad. So now it's like I need to quit, but it's like fuck. You know, when I'm at like when I'm like at work, I'm just like not doing shit. So it's like I'm just gonna vape while I work. But then it's like yeah. it's too much of a fucking habit. You know. I'm hoping he can get in. Uh, our friend here, he he's looking at it. Is he looking at it? Yeah, he's seen it. Already. He's he's seen it. He's seen it, folks. We're gonna get to the words. I promise. I promise you. They're on their way. They're coming. It's like George R. R. Martin. They're coming. They're on their way. It's gonna be huge. 
<laughs> That's what she said. Exactly. That's what I said, bro. This fucking nut. This next nut. Ooh. Ooh, Ooh boy. I tell you what. Me mute angles thing until notify until mute notifications until turn back on. Turn oh, for on. the messenger? Yeah, because I want to hear. Yeah, that. Unless it's Sean. That's a good meme, though. That's a great meme. What was your meme? Father identifies as mother child. Oh, nothing like a good sex change joke. That, that that was actually what I got kicked out for in the don't get butt hurt. Are you serious? No, because I said like, dude, these are boring. Like, they're the same thing. Like, God, you're like this is why they're not funny because they're the same thing over and over again. I was like, get yeah. better. Mat- I said, get better material. That I got I got kicked out for it. That's ridiculous. Like, we don't. Uh, so, you're offensive meme in the butt hurt joke. Fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. These are like very conservative, like dipshit people. And I and you, I called them out on like, like, dude, like your meme is boring. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, dude. And bam, like, okay, cool, cool. That's fine. I, I, I wanted to leave anyway, so <laughs> there's nothing. There was nothing good on there. And then uh, also, go, folks, while we wait uh, for this, uh, we did add some new categories just for the year. Uh, we got best season. Like, we're gonna write the seasons that we li- like the best or least. Uh, best studio. <laughs> Because uh, you know what? They deserve it for the, all the production, the qualities. Mm-hmm. And of course, we got our top five worst of the year. That's going to be that's gonna be a list for all of us. It's going to be fucking long. Strap in, folks. You got a long ride ahead of you. I'll tell you what. We do. But it won't be longer than Starman getting out here. Damn, seriously. <laughs> Fuck, man. I guess, side note, if you guys haven't noticed, um, I did this on the MMA pod on yesterday as we recorded and i wanted to do the same over here for talk to kiki so you'll notice a new backdrop i think yep. i'm gonna try and change the backdrops now every uh every week i think that'll be a cool thing if we try and change the backdrop yes. every week to like our premiere show or something like that or you know or just a right right like i think that'll be kind of cool from that perspective yeah we'll, we'll pick a random show that'd be nice yeah just something of... a little bit extra something a little a little a little cool i guess tidbit for the live viewers all less than 10 of you we appreciate that <laughs> As a fan, like the, for a podcast, we get more listening because they're not more of a visual type. Yeah, I guess they're trying to say we're ugly. That's fair. I understand. Yeah, it makes sense, right? But uh, yeah, I did, I did get a picture. I got, I got a picture being commissioned for us. Was, I was gonna say, was it a dick pic? What'd you get? No, 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 no. It's, <laughs> it, no, no. it's in a rough draft. Uh, hold on, can't, can't see from here. I know yeah. it's the the glare. Yeah, and but, uh, it's, it's just in a sketch. Like it's us, like in a cafe with cake with uh, our microphones. Like as we recorded at a cafe. Right. We so, should do that. Uh, we have, like a, a live cameraman do a fucking uh, a recording of us next time. Yeah, we, we, yeah, we need, yeah, we need to get like a webcam, but we have to go to like a fucking for that shit. Yeah, we'd have to, but it would be interesting. Yeah, with five hundred dollars Starbucks gift card. Sean Miller, any luck? Question mark. Yeah, that. Points? He's online. Unless I don't know how to get in. You must be fucking high as shit. <laughs> you must be high as, a, high as a fucking kite right now. Oh, man. Uh, God, I'm glad, I, I'm glad we started when we did. <laughs> Dude. Like, oh, how's it going? Dude, I see fucking Saleta. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so high. I see space witches. Oh, man. Starman. I am not... oh, Starman. God. We need some of that David Bowie. In case he did, question mark. Yeah, I said he need it. He needs it. Well, it depends. If he cleared his cash cookies at any given point, he'll need it. Yeah, well, I hope he didn't. 
Yeah, I'm so don't bad at cookies. Don't yeah, don't don't clear your shit. Specifically, if you use Streamyard, in general, you want to because that's good uh, technical. Uh, what's it called? Security practice to clear your hash cookies every so often for browser performance. But I don't. I'm very bad. Right, right. Man, come on. <laughs> God damn, we're 26 minutes in and fucking. <laughs> okay, like we're running out of things to talk about. It's gonna be uh, huge. It's gonna. It's gonna be huge. I did finish watching. Um, what's it called? Uh, episode two of uh, Territories with the Andy Kaufman story. That was okay. Good. That was good. Oh yeah, so you could do yeah, you could do a whole episode on Andy Kaufman. Yeah, you could. It says um, he, he's typing. He's typing, folks. We promise. You rat bastard. The one-time code didn't keep. Ah. Uh, but Sean saw yeah. the Sean saw it though. The other yeah. Side. So hold on. Yeah, yeah, guys, he's coming. We promise. We're coming. There's hope. Well, at least we can cut the audio of this. Oh yeah, we we can't cut that. Yeah. So let's talk about the let's talk about we'll talk about territory for a bit while we're waiting. Uh. Yeah, all the stuff Andy Kaufman put in just to make those eggs. Dude, the all the stuff he put in to keep it kayfabe, that's incredible to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it just shows how much he just loves the business. It's great. So it is, dude. I laugh my ass off when Bill Watts is like, I'm so glad you took that punk and broke him. Oh, yeah. I'm so proud to be in this yeah. business with you. And tell oh, yeah. Lawler the same that I'm proud of him too. I like that is so fucking uh yo, so yo, Bill yo, Watts. Bill Watts is scary. He's a scary motherfucker. You know, I would have liked to meet Bill Watts. Maybe he doesn't like the skin color, but you know, I would have liked to meet him. <laughs> no, once you get to his episode, he's he's just fucking like how he had a fucking shotgun is at a home invader. <laughs> I mean, dude, you, I mean it's the same thing. Like fucking, what's his face? Like, uh, you, you heard the story of uh, of uh, Jim Duggan, right? He held his fucking home invader at gunpoint. Yeah, <laughs> bro, that old little fucking motherfucker. He's a Republican. He went, oh! Oh! <laughs> click. Yes, uh, but yeah, I love the Randy Savage Waffle House story. <laughs> it's like I don't give a shit. Like, who gives a shit about the wedding? It says find this guy. It's like love me. But yeah, thank you, uh, Shauna editor. He's the MVP for giving Starman the uh, code. So you have to cut about twenty-seven minutes audio from this. Though, be pissed, the Starman for that shit. <laughs> uh, he's coming. We, we promise, uh, guys. We apologize in advance. We really do. We lost all our fucking viewers. We got we we're back. He's back on YouTube. We're back on YouTube. As we three friends uh, on YouTube, and they're all on YouTube. Two and uh, one. There's a person yeah. on Twitch. I wonder yeah, who that the, Twitch person can be. Uh, the Twitch. The Twitchers. Twitchers. The Twitty. Twitty birds. Twitcher birds. Exactly. The, the Twitcher. But, uh... Goddamn corny. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Yep. Oh. I feel like we should go. We should have gone and get a shot. That's how long it's been. Yeah. I didn't open. I did not open my can yet. So I have not either. They're sitting out of a nice. We're, we're waiting. We're waiting. Pouchy pouch. We're waiting patiently for Nice little cooler over here waiting for this son bitch. Yep. He should have logged in now though. <laughs> you high fuck. He set up the soundboard. Come um, on. He he set it up. Goddamn, son. Oh my god. Uh what happens uh, when we have guests and they're not fucking on time? Uh we, God, we should have said we should have kept it at 7 30. <laughs> and you wanted the fucking do keki shop? Mm. Be the same shit. Uh yeah. It'll be the same shit with random motherfuckers we don't even know. At least we know. Fucking uh, this dude. Well, I did. I did want to get uh, the captain if he's still listening. I wanted to get him on cakey shop to talk about Mushukatansai because he loves that. Mm. He's the one that got me into it. Like how he talks about the uh, web novel, light novel. Yeah, better ending than Tokyo Revengers. Uh, you know, Tokyo Revengers could go eat a fucking dick. I'm sorry, but big black one. I no, no, it doesn't deserve. <laughs> oh, it deserves a micro penis. Yeah, it deserves a micro penis. God, I can't believe I'm and I'm still gonna gonna Dude, I really feel bad for people that have micro penis. You ever like really like when it boils down to it, like you see like a micro penis and it's like, oh dude, like you poor son of a bitch. Well, this is sponsored by Blue Chew. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, it's only gonna go up like a quarter centimeter. What do you mean? It's a hot tag for your weeder. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> makes it makes it makes the tag, makes the save. <laughs> god, have you ever taken a male enhancement supplement? No, I have. Hold on, yep. Oh, you have? Oh, I'm sorry. I was reading this thing. I never have. No, no, I, I've actually, no, I've actually, I've actually tried. Oh, have you? And it doesn't work as 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 described. It does, yeah. It does, yeah. Oh shit! How about that? Yeah. Fucking eight hour raging boner. God damn! Just swinging that shit the whole fucking day. Right. <laughs> oh god. Dave, yeah. where can I hang my coat on this dick? <laughs> <laughs> oh god, we should. We need some spots. I know. At Sean Garmer. We need a sponsorships male enhancement product. L O L. Get it. Get us the blue chill. We can get a free. They have a new one that I saw on uh, what's it called on my social media for some reason called Hymns. Hymns. Oh, okay. I did not see that. A bunch of them, you know, at this stage. I think, yeah, I think it's more. I think, unless that's like a, just a testosterone type. I don't know. But it's talking about male enhancement. So I'm like, ah, regardless. Or grammar. That's how far. I, that's how far flung we are at this stage. We're talking about fucking dick pills. Yeah, <laughs> we're talking about <laughs> dick pills versus husband. Beyond in a beyond in a second. Nigga, a second was a second ago. Yeah, no, it's it's been five seconds. He's I, never to, to, I never try to use those. Before. If I do, then I'm actually gonna like uphold them. Like if I say a minute, I try to be like around a minute. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I hate I hate being like late that. for stuff. Yeah, it's like when people like I just said this the other day. Like my mother, I think was talking about was like, oh, a couple. And then, oh yeah, I was doing my will the other day, and right. the, the guy who was doing my will. Oh, shit. oh, he he's here, he's here. Oh, our shit. friend. Yeah, yes, Chris, the star man is real. He is right here. How you doing, my friends? We don't hear you, bunny <laughs> face. We don't hear you, fox face. Sorry. What did the fox say though? Anyway, so the guy was doing the will, right? And yeah. he's like, "Oh, there's only a couple pages for you to review." I'm like, "Oh, okay." He's like, "Yeah, there's only nine pages." I was like, "That's not a couple." Yeah. I was like, that's not even a few. That's several. Well, sorry, man. You there? Delay. How are you guys? We're doing well. How are you? Uh, you ladies and gentlemen. Turn up, our... up mic, bro. turn up on the mic a little bit. 
Yep, ladies and gentlemen, our good friend Starman, he he was with us at the uh, Summer Awards, and now here he is, applause and all. Yo. But yeah, welcome back to us on the show. Did you got your can? What you got? What you got to drink, fool? What you got? I'm I'm um cold turkey tonight, fellas. You're cold turkey tonight. Oh come on! After the break. After the break. Okay, okay, all righty. All right, so we're going to get started ahead of time then, Matt. All righty, let's go. 14%, let's go, baby. Come by. Come by. Another successful year. To another successful year. To Starman not being fucking late ever again like this. <laughs> no, he's, it's cool, it's cool, he's here. No, it, it's been one of those days, right? And I got caught up in the list because I'm, like, double-checking the list. And it's like, all right, got to finish this. Ooh, look at the clock. Ooh, it's almost 8. Ooh, the, clock, the clock is ticking, baby. I mean, by sure. the time everything got ticking, I'm like, wait a minute. I need to be in the studio. Let me hop into do, the studio. Do we even know our own ideals? I don't know, Chris. Tell me. I, I have no ideals. Bochi number one. Me. There you go, Captain Bochi number one. Bochi is high on all of our lists. Think. Oh, yeah, 100%. I think. But uh, also, uh, okay, as, before we begin, uh, last year, we just did the one. Now, this year, we're doing our top five. We're going to rank them. Mm-hmm. And our number one is going to be that winner of the year. Mm-hmm. Again, we have, we have genres, characters, miscellaneous, mm-hmm. movies, OVAs, mm-hmm. the worst. We got it all here. Mm-hmm. For, for those, basically, it's just going to be Starman, name it his five, Ethan, his five, myself, my five. Gentlemen, are you guys ready? Oh, yeah. Ready. Are you ready? So for the three in attendance and the thousands listening around the world. And the millions that will download later. Let's get ready to eat the cake. All right. All right. First up, as always, the Christmas cake. The worst animes of the year. Disappointment's the worst. Starman, start us off, baby. All right. Um, be honest. This year, once I got to the end of the year, I really tried to put things in the best perspective I could. And mostly what I came up to is without Peter Grill. <laughs> without bullshitting your ears. Um, if I'm including anything worse, it's probably anything I dropped. Anything that I stuck with, I pretty much enjoyed. I don't necessarily have anything. I did bad. the same exact thing, dude. I, all, my five are all five I dropped. Yeah. Um. What did I drop? Uh, Shikamori is not a cutie. I dropped it. Um, let me see. Uh, the Gotcha Mickey Boys. I think that's how you is say that. Order? Hold on. Is this order five to one, or is this like just a random order? Five. Just a random five. I, I I'm gonna have an order for everything else. I ne- I didn't necessarily prepare to remember the five I dropped. Okay. Um, right, right, right. Yeah. Most so, Shik- so so Shikimori is. One. I mean, there's one. It's like, oh, that was disappointing. I dropped it. Or like, yo, this is complete fucking dog shit. Why did I fucking waste the 30 minutes of my life seeing episode one? I feel dumb. I feel stupider watching this. There's levels to disappointment, you know? Yeah. Like, oh man, like that girl, like I was with, like she wasn't like that cute on the picture. Or like, damn, I fucked that bitch and she was a dead fish. You know, you know, you, 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 know you know, Chris, shut up. With the no understands Peter Grill. <laughs> I liked Peter. Well, I didn't like Peter Grill, but it's not on my disappointment <laughs> list. You didn't like it this season. No, I didn't like this season at all. Oh. Way worse than season one. Okay, but but, uh, yeah, could, but but yeah, sorry, man. Uh, apologies. Continue. Um, I think those were the main two I dropped. I think I stuck with just about everything else. Oh, that's a problem. I have prepared the very. Well, least. Well, well, what was something that could have been better for you? Um, my biggest disappointment, if that's what you're asking, is um, Uncle from Another World. Just Netflix completely botching the release of that series. Gotcha. Yeah, you know yeah. what. 
Yeah, if we're getting technical, yeah. That's fair. Because, yeah, a lot of the COVID outbreak twice, especially during the finale, that's why I disqualified it. It was like, come on, man. Come on, man, Randy uh, Moss. Is that, is that it for you? That's it for me. All right, Ethan, take it away, baby. All right, coming in at number five, I dropped a Aharonson. It was, to me, a poor version of Comey. Number four, I dropped Teppin. Um, Teppin, it, it had a couple moments, but it, none of the jokes truly resonated with me, and then it got cut short because of the un- untimely death of the former Prime Minister Shinzo Abe at the same exact time that they were going to release an episode involving an assassination, and that kind of threw it off track. Don't worry, don't worry, don't worry Captain. I agree. Aharon was good. <laughs> All right. Um, but you read the manga. That's fair. Number three... Uh, for me is Orient. I dropped Orient because as soon as you start fucking, I like, forgot you watched that. I watched the first two episodes or three episodes of Orient, and then I don't recall which, but it literally like it started off with like old China, like, and I'm like, okay, that's cool. Anything old Chinese, I, I'm I'm with it. Old Japan, old Chinese, I like shit like that. Um, and then it started going into like mythological magic. I'm like, okay, I could deal with that. I put up with Yasuke, and I didn't mind Yasuke, right? And then it started going into like the dude had a motorcycle. <laughs> you lost me. You fucking lost me at fucking at motorcycle in old China. Yeah. Done. Moving on. Uh number two was the maid I hired recently. Okay. Mid. It was okay. It, it was didn't okay. It, it didn't win anything for me, but it was just okay. Eh, I was so bored with it. I was like, at least with Orient, even though it lost me at motorcycles in old China, at least it was like cool looking. And the number one you heard, him, was, you heard him, he said what? Okay, Austin. What? <laughs> uh, number one for me was the little lies we all tell. I loved the fortune or the I loved the mind reader. Um, I started to like the principle of the trap until we learned that he wasn't a trap. He was just a boy that was forced to be there. And then the other two characters I didn't give a fuck about. They were annoying as shit. They were this was so childish. Move on. I'll wait with you. All right. I, I guess I'm up. Go ahead, buddy. All righty. Number five. Rise of the Shield Hero, season two. Mm. I, I'm sorry. I hated this arc. This, it's the it's spirit spirit. Yeah, yeah, it's even, even the author so- regrets it, and it's just, it's bad. Uh, it, it, the, there was there was some saving grace in the middle, but honestly, it just was not enough. Like, I, I, but I get, you, you can't get rid of it, because again, it's important plot-wise going forward. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was the issue, so definitely that. Number four... Dolls Frontline with uh basically with that's where all the dolls were had guns, like it had gun that's names. That's when like the girl's name was like AK 47. Yeah, M4A1 was Glock 49, whatever the fuck. Hold on, uh, I can see the maid being repetitive. It's not Duke, yeah, it's not Duke, not Duke. at all. But uh, it, it was just boring, and the finale just let me feel empty, like there was just nothing else, like, there was like no conclusion. Like, yeah. you know, you're not gonna get season two, it's just to get the game. I'm sure the game is fine, but the the series, no, yeah. Number three, The Devil's a Part Timer season two. Mm. This, this was boring. I am sorry. Mm. Like, I, I, I get they changed animation studios, I, I know the light novel's good, I didn't care for the kid, everything just felt tame. I agree. I liked Gabriel though. He was like my favorite part. Of course, it's, it's voiced by Dio. I'm always gonna enjoy him. I, a man voiced by Dio. But yeah, it was it was just, compared to first season, it was just bland. Yeah, I tried. I, maybe I'll watch season three. We'll see what happens. I probably will. If you watch the whole season, you might as well stick to it, dude. I may as well. Yeah, you may as well, dude. That's why I did with Bleach. <laughs> <This> fucking guy. <laughs> 
Uh, best you can do. Uh, um, number two, Housing Complex C, that uh, four-episode horror anime. It was I, a horror of an anime. Yes, I fucking hated this. I hate this fucking series. It was just a whole lot That's of nothing. Bizarre. There was nothing scary about it. No psychological horror shit. All of a sudden, the main girl's this water god from another dimension or some shit. If you watched it in sub, would it have made any difference at all, do you think? No. No? Absolutely not. Because, you know, the Japanese just have a better way of delivering things. I'm always going to say that. Starman is a person. I'm more of a sub person. Bro, every time, like, it's funny that we talk about the sub versus dub really quick. Because it's like, bro, like, I'm on Twi- I'm on uh, Instagram, and they have Naruto. And it's like, oh, it's Naruto. And it's like, Shadow Clone Jitsu. Boy, if you don't get the fuck out of here, Shadow Clone Jitsu. What? And that fucking stupid fucking sound. I hate it. What I did learn about Housing Complex C, it was based off of uh, some Lovecraftian lore. Like, HP Lovecraft. So, if you... Yeah, but it was just poorly executed. It was, I'll admit that I have a friend who's really into HP Lovecraft. So right. he enjoyed the series because it was a nod to things he's really into. Because I didn't have that same fascination or even that same knowledge. It fell flat on me. It I felt like it was, you know, for a short series, the only episode was the good that was, was the last episode. And you know, that was too short to be that bad. Yeah, if it was the last episode. What? hate that last episode i just hated how it all came together like the twisted all that shit all of a sudden and yeah. then all the characters are suddenly evil the neighbors and the one guy the, oh, the, oh, there was only one good guy <laughs> everything yeah is e number one platinum end i fucking hated platinum end. i'm sorry it wasn't that bad of an ending dude i i hate no the even then it, it while it was still interested it was still fucking stupid but this is sucking suicidal kid. I hated Mirai, of course. The only good person was the villain at the second half. Yoneda. Uh, yeah, Yoneda. Uh, yeah, as an atheist, I loved all that speech. So, so yeah, he was the only good part. And this, the whole, we had 24 episodes of this. And we didn't need a fucking 12-year-old girl talking about squirting, doing bondage, and this fucking straight up fucking. We didn't it was need, unique? No, it, was, it wasn't needed. Like, oh, my fucking God. You didn't like that, Ethan? Uh, I didn't mind it. <laughs> it's, it's a bit odd given the age, for sure. Definitely makes you feel a little disgusting when you think about it when, in that first couple seconds. Where it's like, that's hot as fuck. She's 12. Mm, okay, moving on. Moving on. Oh, yeah, moving that on. was that was mm. number one. All righty. Let's get to uh, birthday cake. Let's get to some OVAs. One Star of man. categories. I watched no OVAs this year. You watch no OVAs. None. Yo, kick this nigga. Kick this nigga. Fuck him. <laughs> no, no whatsoever. No whatsoever. One OVA. This like the only OVA I'm I've seen or even started last year was Lupin Zero, and that you didn't watch Call of the Night. They have an OVA. Yeah. Oh, OVAs. I'm thinking OP. Yeah, over. OVA. 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 Wow. Derp, 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 derp. Sorry. It's okay, Dave Bramage. No, I didn't. Um. I didn't even see the Dr. Stone OVA movie that came out, like the special episode. I saw no OVAs this year. All right. Uh, moving on. Moving on. Ethan, go ahead. I've got to find it in this fucking goddamn thing of lists. Shit. The lists. Oh, my God. Where is it next to, Matt? On near, the, near, near the bottom. Near the bottom. Yeah, you know the bottom, don't you, buddy? Exactly. There you go. All right. Coming in at number five was the Dr. Stone OVA special, I should say. What? Um, yeah, came in at number five. Oh wait, I have Doctor Stone twice. Why do I have Doctor Stone twice? <laughs> mm. What was this? 
<laughs> the other one, dude. Was, I, my, my man. There was a fifth one, and I don't remember what it was, Matt. In no particular order, name them because we had talked about them. Mushoku Tensei. Uh, Mushoku Tensei. Uh, that's what it was. Thank you. Jobless okay. reincarnation. Incarnation. That was number five. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Okay. Reincarnation. Okay. So I can't even spell reincarnation. What in God green earth? Here we go. I only had four sips of this thing, and I'm already fucking fucking up. All right. Anyway, um, Jobless reincarnation number five. It was fine for what it was. We got a uh, pre-story basically from Eris from the time that they were in the town where... I'm sorry? I did see that. I'm sorry to interrupt. Continue. There we go. There's your number one OVA. There we go. Um, So we see where uh, when Rudy was meeting with uh, with his father, um, what Eris was doing that day, um, she was out killing goblins and meeting with... I forget who the fuck it was, but it was cool. It was straight. Excuse me. Number four. He did like he did like it, Captain. He did I did like it. it. It made I mean I only watched like six of them, but it made my five, made my top five full. Um, number four, the Tony Cow OVA was funny, um, always cute. NASA and Sukasa are always cute and adorable. Um, I always love like the tiny bit of sexual tension that's done like very properly. Um, always enjoy that part of the show. Um, and it just made it was just a fun OVA, and it made me look forward to season two, which I believe drops later on in the year. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, correct, Matt. Yes. It does drop in 2023, so I'm looking forward to that. Number yes. three is the Dr. Stone OVA. Um, great. Okay. Yeah. Uh, great OVA. Um, it was a one-hour special, so it was like a mini-movie in essence. We get the background of our new um, our new ship captain, whose name I'm forgetting. Uh, Ryusu. Ryuji, right? Ryuji. Ryusu. Ryusu. Ryusu, sorry. Yeah, Ryusu. And he's a bit of a cunt, but he's going to be indisposable as we continue on. So uh, it was fun. Uh, we see, uh, what's it called? What's his face? Uh, Senku um, yeah. do his typical sci-fi fucking cool cool shit, which I love that about Dr. Stone. And for anybody that doesn't know about Dr. Stone, if you have children that like science, this is definitely one anime you should 100% watch. And if your kid is like really smart and uh, what's it called? And you're like good with your hands and things like that, you can make an attempt to make some of the things that he makes. And just the principle of that aspect being factually accurate and useful and educational. I love that about Dr. Stone. Definitely one of the shows I would definitely recommend if you have any like smart children that like science. Yeah. If you don't have any smart children, then sucks for you, dude. Right, number two. The My Hero Season 5 OVA. The most hilarious OVA that My Hero has ever done. I did not watch that, so. It, and I told you to, dude. It was I, I, I ran out of times. Like, I can't. Fucking funny. The only... OVA I've ever seen that was funnier was the Kage OVA last year. That was the only OVA that I've ever seen to that right now that it was funnier. It, both episodes were absolutely hilarious. I laughed multiple times. The first one was a little bit funnier than the second one. I was rolling on the floor basically on the first one. It was fucking hilarious. Um, it's especially given the serious nature of season six that we've seen. That season five is one is seven hundred and twenty degrees the opposite direction when it comes to comedy. But it was absolutely great. Um, and the number one, I think, Matt, this probably be yours too, uh, the Sasaki to Miyano OVA. Um, I, uh, and we'll talk about this later when we talk about Sasaki and Miyano in our top 25 and, and, and some of our other awards that they won. Um, it was my very first Yaoi, uh, a.k.a. gay uh, anime that I ever saw. Um, most people see Given. Most people revere Given in terms of the gay anime spectrum. Sasaki Miyano was absolutely amazing. I enjoyed the romance between the two boys um it was something to behold and uh at this little episode gave it gave us a little bit of a backdrop in terms of um like the little in-betweens that we didn't see 
uh, in the uh, in the season, but helps put things together and helps, you know, give the, the user or not the user. I'm talking fucking work uh, gives the, the viewer um, a little bit more in depth in terms of like the, the depth that the two boys felt for each other in that particular moment, which I believe was a few months off from when they confessed. Uh, to each other or rather when Miano finally accepted his feelings and, and confessed and got with Sasaki. So um, I enjoyed the hell out of it. It was really adorable. And uh, those are my OVAs. Alrighty. Very good. Uh, number five, Tony Kawa. Mm. Very funny. It was a cosplay one, but I still enjoyed it. And she looked adorable in those outfits. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four, Mushoku Tensei. Mm. I enjoyed this a lot, but uh, yeah, the guy, Go- Eris, the Goblin Slayer. I liked that. Mm. I enjoyed the story. enjoyed the new character. Mm. So, Speaking I'm of Goblin Slayer, the season two coming out 2023. Yep, this year. I this need year, to see season one. I see the rape scene that everybody talks about in mm-hmm. episode one. Uh, number three, uh, The Girl from the Other Side. Okay. I, I watched this over the weekend. I thought it was a movie, but no, it's actually considered an OVA. Yeah, it's two OVAs considered a movie. Yeah. Yeah, But it was uh, three episodes. It's about uh, Sensei and Shiva. Uh, but uh, this was, I didn't know this, this was a side story. Like, wasn't it like, the main story? Mm-hmm. Is this so, in relation to a season? What is this in relation to a season? Then, if it's a side story, like it had, like this, this has a, it has that This was, like, I didn't know this was actually a Kickstarter project. Mm, okay, so this actually kind of made me makes me want to read the actual book. Mm-hmm. I will say that at least I'm very intrigued by, it, even though it's just a side story. Okay, I like to know what happens next. Yeah, uh, number two, Doctor Stone. Okay. Again, it was great. It was a it was a nice gap between season two to get to lead to season three. Yep, like it needed its own one hour focus, and we actually got that. So yep. I'm very happy for that. And of course, for number one, Sasaki Miyano, mm-hmm. very adorable. It is it it is leading to the movie and then the spinoff thing. I can't mm-hmm. wait for those. I can't wait either, dude. Yeah, okay. yeah. There, it's a very genuine, wholesome type couple with Sasaki Miyano. Yeah. And we're going to talk about that when we get to everything else. Yeah, I think you know what it is. I think a lot of people that will talk shit about Yoey and something like a perception that I had is it's probably like sexual. And for those that aren't comfortable with that, it's what kind of like pushes them away from that. And you don't get any real hint of any sort of sexuality uh, between the two boys or any of the, the gay boys that are. Yeah, in that any, any of the couples. Are this, yeah. Yeah. And it makes it a lot more. I wouldn't say. I shouldn't say not look more enjoyable because if there was sexual aspects to it, I'm sure it would be done well. I would believe, I would hope, but you know, it, it's a lot easier to consume knowing that there's not that hint of, of fan service that you would see in typical um, heterosexual uh, uh, rom coms. Right. <clears throat> All righty. Uh, moving on. Uh, let's see. Carrot Cake, Seasons, Starman. Rank your seasons. All right. Uh, seasons. If I'm wrecking my seasons, man, um, honestly, it was a tie. Fall and summer was a tie. Okay. I enjoyed fall just as much as I enjoyed summer. I thought fall was gonna kind of roll <laughs> roll off, but fall came with a lot of heavy hitters. But then again, summer was full of like. Uh, hold up, one second. Yeah. Uh, Captain Josie was actually twenty twenty one. Pompo was twenty two. Uh-huh. Yeah, we saw. Yeah, we uh no, because he's talking about Josie Tiger and the Fish. That was actually twenty twenty one. Where did you mention Josie and the Tiger and the Fish? No, he he's talking about it. Oh. Pompo was twenty two. Yeah, yeah. I, say, I love the shit out of Josie. And I, that yeah, uh, yeah. M- movie is going to be after this. All right. Sorry, man. Go ahead. Yeah. No, um, spring. I would say spring is my. Hmm. I told I, you he didn't rank them. He's doing this in real time. 
and like I said, fall and summer tie. So I'm left with winter and and spring. Um, I would say spring is the weakest link. It was mostly rom coms, which is pretty cool because winter gave us Attack on Titan, and um, that and was Demon Slayer, heavy hitters of the whole year. Um, and Demon Slayer also gave us my dress up darling, which was yeah. honestly it started off the year right for me. I knew what to expect. Mm-hmm. Um, there were a lot of surprises in spring. Um, mm-hmm. Be honest, let me revise that. Spring, um, winter is probably my weakest link. I would say um, winter had quant- quality, not necessarily quantity, but I feel like fall had more quality than quantity, and I feel like summer had more quality and quantity. So mm-hmm. I'm going to say summer, fall, spring, winter. Uh, also, one more second, uh, Captain. Again, uh, it came out on Blu-ray in twenty-two because I know we talked about it, we reviewed it in July of twenty-one. Mm-hmm. We we saw it over the summer last year. It came out in a physical copy in twenty in twenty-two. I, I said, yeah, I, I said again, we we saw it last year in the summer because remember our friend was late, and the only ones we saw in the theaters together in twenty-two was Jujutsu Kaisen and Pompo. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it, yeah, what you call it? Joe, Tiger and the Fish, it ranked high last year. So it did. Yep, it did. Yes. But yeah, I, I, I had a look at the episode list because we, we talked about it July 24, 21. All right, I'm sorry. Go ahead. So Josie was in 2022? I don't even remember when I saw Josie. It came out, it came out on Blu ray in 2022. I watched oh, it this okay. year for the first time, but you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, saw, I, like, I remember saw, seeing it in theaters. I just didn't remember. Yeah, we saw it in theaters in uh, July. I would have ranked Josie near the top of the movie. We'll do next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, my seasons are the exact same as, as Starman's. I got spring coming in four, winter coming in three, fall coming in two, summer coming in one. I agree with Starman's perspective that fall that fall and summer were very tightly knit. I enjoyed summer's animes far more than I enjoyed fall's anime. Not far more. Let me phrase that. I enjoyed sun- summer's animes <laughs> a little bit more than I enjoyed fall's animes, but I enjoyed uh, falls animes tremendously as you know one of the, the better seasons uh, no doubt um i agree with starman in terms of the heavy hitters that came in i just started watching attack on titan i'm on season two so i haven't watched this final season part two out of four that they have um but it did give us demon slayer gave us dress up darling it gave us asaka miyano three of my favorite animes i could say off the top of my head um for sure this season and rank all three ranked relatively high in my uh awards um and then coming in last is spring again as uh starman said a lot of rom-coms some of them were really good some of them were just okay so um that was what it was but i have the exact same rank uh last was was spring again there wasn't a whole lot except for like maybe a few summer was third for me Mm. it was just more of uh, a lot of big ones in the summer felt disappointed like classroom overlord devil part-timer but there were some really good ones, like the top five of mine. They were really good, but the rest were just either okay or just good, and some mm-hmm. were bad. So it, it's like more of a ratio type mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, second is fall. It was very heavy, very strong season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I ranked winter higher because a lot of my favorite shows were in like in a higher list, like Academy Sailor Uniform, Vanitas Part Two, Dress of Darling, Sasaki Miyano, Demon Slayer. I had a lot more top quality. Like top on the list for winter. That's why I liked it a little better. Yeah, that's fair. You watched more than I did in winter. I mean, from yeah, majority- yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I watched. Yeah, I watched. I had different variety then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
that's why your list and Starman's list are going to be very variety centric. Mine are going to be a little bit more. Yeah, because a lot of them, a lot of them's like they're like the same grade, way. but it's just what we liked better. That's that's all for it sure. down to. For sure, for sure. Okay, now we're gonna do movies with the cupcake. Starman, rank your movies. All right. Uh, as you guys know, I took every opportunity this year to go and see as many movies as I could in the theaters because I'm a firm believer that. If you truly support anime and you really want your favorite movie or series or anything to come to the U.S., then go to the theater, spend 10 11 13 15 bucks. That way you can get the movie in the theater. That way, you know, I, I think since uh, Sony purchased uh, Crunchyroll, they've done a great job about getting animes in the theater, which is something I really do appreciate. With that being said, mm-hmm. my number five was Dragon Ball Super Superhero. Mm-hmm. Um, I say this because honestly, Broly was a much better movie, animation better, story better, 100%. action was better. Mm-hmm. It was more original. Um, even though it was a revamp, it just felt better. I unfortunately Dragon Ball Super got a wider release, so they're under the impression that it's a more successful movie because it made more money. When if you talk to more fans, ten out of ten fans are gonna tell you. Well, that- also, I'm sorry to cut you off. It's like The Rock is a successful wrestler to turn into an actor. It doesn't mean his quality is always good with the movies. So yeah. It's like yeah. that. It's, it's it's like there's a lot of money that was made with Super Superhero, but um, quite honestly, it just like I feel like Broly movie is a superior movie. Um, with that said, let me move on to four. Four is the quintessential quintuplets uh movie. They ended the series with a movie, which packed pretty much a whole season of a story into a two hour and fifteen minute movie. This movie was long, but with that being said. Uh, my guy finally picked one of the quintuplets. I will not spoil it for anyone who wants to watch that series. Mm-hmm. Um, however, he did not pick who I thought he was gonna pick. Um, I'm excited. How did that make you feel? Characters never pick, and that's always my biggest issue with rom coms or slice of life or the dramas that involve romance when the guys never pick. Um, so because he po- uh, because he picked someone, um, I enjoyed the series. I gotta rank it. I really enjoyed that movie. Um, one of the movies on my list, I'm sure, does not fully qualify based on the credentials that you listed, Matt. And that movie is actually going to be my number three, which is Bell. Bell came out in 22. Bell counts. If we, Bell we, got, we, we got it. We got it in 22. It came, if it came in the theaters in 22, it counts. Okay. Yeah, it, came, it came out in January. It came out in January. My number three is Bell. I, I saw I saw the Japanese take on Beauty and the Beast, and I thought it was quite beautiful. I love the music. I tell all my friends who watch Nicanto, fucking Canto, watch Bell. <laughs> Bruno, fuck Bruno. I don't care about him. We, you can talk about him. I won't talk about it because I don't give a fuck about nigga. No, watch Bell. I, I really like Bell. Um, I think Bell was uh, entirely very much slept on movie. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. My number two, number two is Jujutsu Kaisen Zero. Mm-hmm. That movie was amazing. I went to the theater to see that, and it was probably four people in that theater. And oh my god, we had a blast. I don't never know these guys, but oh my god, I made friends that day. We had a blast in that movie. Number one is going to be Inuo. It's a rock off. Mm. Yeah, All right. Mm-hmm. With mm-hmm. No, I don't understand not one word. I'm, it's absolutely like there's no point in making this shit dubbed. Like I don't. <laughs> 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 Unless you're gonna go get the red hot chili peppers. And see in the US, you have to get actual musicians, not voice actors who can play instruments yeah. and sing a little bit. You gotta yeah. get real Grammy Award winning musicians. I felt with Inuo, 
they killed it from the animation to the originality yeah. of the story to the music. That yeah. theater was rocking. That was yeah. the best anime movie I've seen in 2020. Yeah. All right, very good. Ethan, my boy. All right, I didn't watch as many movies as Starman, but I did watch several. Number five for me is Bubble. Um, I loved, I really liked Bubble. Um, I loved the musical aspect of it. The musical score was really well. Um, talking about uh, basically a post-apocalyptic uh, Japan and uh, the, the phenomenon that was the bubble. Um, I thought it was intriguing and I thought it was unique. Um, it was a very enjoyable and pleasant uh, movie experience in my television on Netflix. So that was cool. It was cool. Number four for me was Dragon Ball uh, Super. Uh, I enjoyed it for what it was. I'm easy to please. You know what I mean? Like, it was good action. Um, the story was okay. I unfortunately watched it in dub. I really wanted to watch it in sub. Um, but I didn't mind it in dub simply because I grew up. That's the only only anime I ever really saw besides Sailor Moon. And I didn't watch enough Sailor Moon to, to remember much of Sailor Moon. Um, Dragon Ball is the only one that I watched in, in dub in my life. And so wasn't that big of a drop off. Although some of the characters I definitely would have preferred in, in sub um, specifically the fucking, uh, the child scientist did not like his voice. could have definitely seen him in sub and would have been 100% better for me. Still easy to please solid movie. Although I a hundred percent agree with Starman and, and, uh, and Matt, that uh broly is takes the cake kills it it's the best dragon ball movie that they've ever made and probably will ever make for now at least so there's that number three for me was Inu O for all the reasons matt said i'm sorry all the reasons that starman said it was such a unique a movie it was three for me yeah yeah it was three for me um it was such a unique movie for me um it was something i did not expect out of the blue when i first started watching the movie i was like this is odd this is really odd. Like I wasn't digging it. And then as it slowly progressed and I slowly started picking up on the, on the, what's it called the real life aspects. I mean, dude, you have break dancers, you got Michael Jackson, you got rock, you got jazz, you got hip hop all intertwined and you get real life references to, uh, to current age. Um, the ending was a little bit odd as well, but I totally dug it. I understood the reference at the end in terms of how, you know, you basically can't, like if you let me rephrase that the gist of it basically is real good shit will last for centuries even if it's forgotten somewhere in the world you'll find it and it'll be recognized and remembered and appreciated so that was cool number three for me was oh wait do i have six on here one two three four five six i have six why did i put six that was womp. womp 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 okay so then we could take bubble out dragon balls five you know those four uh number three for me was the Fruits Basket Prelude movie. Um, okay. I, as someone who is a humongous stan of the Fruit Basket's Prelude, this is one of the movies I was looking forward to most uh, this year. Um, and it delivered. I'm not going to lie. I would have ranked it higher if it wasn't for the fact that, by definition, Katsia basically groomed um, Old Girl because he was 23 and she was like 14 or 15. And then he waited until she got 18 and then... They ended up linking up and they had uh what's her face still afterward, like Toru. pretty soon afterwards. Toru afterwards. Yeah, um, we didn't come here. Like where I live in Georgia and where we where I am, it was too limited. It didn't get the wide enough release for me to see it. Cause I definitely would have saw yeah. it. Yeah, I mean but I had it to was, watch online because I moved up here and my fears yeah. don't play anime. Yeah, that's that sucks for both of y'all. Um, I still enjoyed it regardless. It's still a beautiful love story. It's a tragic end, as everybody knows. Um, but just the way they came about, um, it was still really wholesome. The troubled girl, um, the, the, 
the father figure esque in essence that they ended up falling in love um, despite the age limit was still really nicely done. Um, I still felt emotion definitely watching it. Um, and it was really solid and a really nice capstone to the series. And personally, I would love to see if they wanted to do like an after story, if they did it kind of, you know, if they really did it properly, I wouldn't mind seeing a fruits basket after story. Um, although what drama is there to be had from that? So it probably wouldn't sell very well. So if it, now the series is completely over. Fantastic. Again, one of my all-time favorite series is Fruit Baskets. Uh, number two for me is the Jujitsu Kaisen movie. That movie theater, you said there was only four of you when you saw it, Starman? Yeah. bro. there was probably about 60 motherfuckers in that in my movie theater. And that shit was fucking popping. The end battle scene, everybody was standing, uh, like, yo, screaming. I said it. That's what she said joke in between the middle of the movie. I had the entire movie theater laughing. That was the most rocking anime movie I think I've ever fucking been to. That shit was fucking amazing. Uh, the battle was great. The story involving uh, what's his dick, um, the guy, the the main guy, Gojo. Or are you talking about the? No. Are you talking about the main guy? No, the 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 main guy from the movie, who's also a uh, S S grade uh, jujitsu sorcerer. Starts with what? Sorry, uh, yeah, Yuta. Yuta. Fantastic story with Utah. Again, tragedy. And to me, I feel like anime is one of those. It's like jazz. The best quality comes from tragedy. And um, you see that in so many different series of so many different genres. Um, Jujutsu Kaisen is no exception. The story with him and his childhood beloved um, was fantastic. And the bond that they shared through their through their connection um, it was beautiful. The fight scenes were fantastic. Um, everything that you expected from Jujutsu Kaisen, um, from watching season one to watching the Zero movie, absolutely delivered. Was a heavy hitter. Um, I loved it. And number one for me is Bell. Um, so much emotion watching that anime. It is exactly as Starman said. It is exact. It is Beauty and the Beast told by the Japanese, and it is wonderful. It's a nice twist involving the boy uh, being domestically abused um did not expect that whatsoever you just thought it was just some ugly guy who like had like you know self-hate but it was something so much more deeper um you see the girl the main girl just you know struggling to find herself and and had a quiet voice and at by the end of the movie her voice is booming loud beautiful shining it was tremendous that soundtrack for me is absolutely stellar i can listen to that soundtrack anytime any day of the week and i'll find some way to find to draw out an emotion hold up a second uh, he 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 didn't see pompo i didn't see pompo i did not see pompo yeah he didn't see it. i saw pompo the cinephile but that came out last year i rented it this no, year we, we we got in theaters this year uh, oh, yeah. See, I saw it on Amazon Prime, and Pompo the Cinema File does deserve an honorable mention because it's an anime about making movies. But um, it was honestly, it's just if you're into making movies, it's it's good. It's, it deserves an honorable mention. I could I could have watched Pompo. I just I'm not into making movies. Yeah, we, um, we, yeah, we got yeah we got in theaters in uh yeah here four dollars on Amazon Prime if you want to go rent it. Well, I already have. I already own it, so <laughs> you pay a little bit more for that on Blu-ray. I'm waiting for Eno. I'm gonna go get that on the twentieth. Yeah, I would probably. I would honestly probably get Eno. I bought Bell. That's how much I love Bell. I bought Bell on 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 Blu-ray, the the special edition from Target. Um, I haven't watched it back like I do. I just collect certain things, just keepsake sake. Yeah. And if I have somebody like somebody special, like my somebody special who I talk to now, I would really love for her to uh, to watch Bell with me. Um, at some point, so she can see the powerful of the powerfulness of that movie. So, um, I think she's watching too. So, <laughs> shout out to you, 
Shout out to you. By the way, Starman, she likes your voice. She texted me. She's like, your voice is, is, is cute. But I'm fucking her, so you can't you can't do nothing, bro. We ain't, we ain't Eiffel Tower and we ain't doing nothing. So those are my five, Matt. Go ahead with yours. Bro. Alrighty. Number five, Dragon Ball. It it's plot well, plot wise, yeah, it's stupid, but you don't want you don't want nobody watches Dragon Ball for plot. No. It was cool seeing Piccolo have his time to shine. Same with Gohan. Uh Pam, Pam was great. Mm. A lot of laughs. Beerus being a simp. <laughs> no man, Beerus was the homie, man. He was a, yeah. hey, he's got a he's got a type. <laughs> he's not simpier than fucking uh Kazuya, that's for sure. Fuck Kazuya, fuck Kazuya. You know it's gonna be in this nigga's top ten. Well Be- Beerus was definitely like Beerus was definitely a good host, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. He was thirsty. Sharing his ice cream, yeah. He saw the he saw the booty. He's like, all right, bro, Broly won't mind. He was sharing that, his cream for another reason, but and then he found out, and then he finds out Broly's fucking her. That's why that's so gangster, because really what Broly gonna do? Can't do shit. You're right. Unless, unless, unless he just unless he just straight up fucking punches him. Like, yep, we're done. <laughs> all right. Uh number four, fruits basket. It was a little short for me if he doesn't want to play like, like an hour. Just about. No, it was an hour and like a half. I thought it was less than that. Like, no, I believe it. Like how and a half. I, I I feel like I wanted more in yeah. that, but I I yeah. like the relationship developing at least yeah. in the beginning. Hey, you know the the father being a kind of a creep, you know, hit on the middle schoolers. Yeah, it just that, it threw me off, dude. If it wasn't for I that, it, I, you know, no, I can't even say that because I love Bell so much more, and I love Jujutsu Kaisen so much more. It would probably still say three. Even. If uh, anything, I might rank Inuo above it. Uh, number three, Bell. Mm. Uh, music is fantastic. Story is okay. I think yeah. again there was issues in the virtual world, like mm-hmm. you know, like the like the beast. He's getting his ass kicked. He can't. He couldn't just log off. They, mm-hmm. Like like who is stopping these people? Like who made these guys security? Why mm-hmm. they have the power of sponsors? Mm-hmm. Uh, in the real world, why did this guy beat the shit out of the girl and stop? And like, and all of a sudden he just ran off. Like what happened? What happened to the kids after that? Like once she once she goes back home, they're gonna, he's probably gonna kick their ass again. No, I mean, you would expect, like, if it's any, like, any good domestic dispute, like, the fucking father got the possession taken away of the kids. and Oh, it's a bit. I've had people try before and nothing happened. And well, all- now it's on fucking national broadcast, and he's not Dana White. So there you go. But still, there, problems aside, I like the music of it. That's the part that sells. And again, you can show this to people that are not anime fans, and they will love it. Like, little girls, will, they will love Bells as, like, a princess type of thing. Yeah. Love her singing voice. Like I again, for just a, just an American audience, it has that impact that you can show to them and they can understand. I really what's going wish on. we could see. I really wish we could get the Japanese track. I like the American soundtrack because at least you can sing the words properly. Um, uh, there's both on Spotify. There's a Japanese version. Yeah, Is it? Both. That yeah. movie, they got a singer to play Dale. Yeah, three language. That's what made yeah. that movie so good. Is yeah. they wanted to match every actress yeah. so that it sounded like if you go through, yeah. it sounds like you ran the vo- original voice through a machine and it just yeah. came out another language. Yeah, they're all similar between the Japanese yeah. voice. Yeah, and, and, uh, definitely. I them for that because honestly, a lot of actors, voice actors, like when it comes to singing, singers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not the biggest fan of a lot of singers who just. I mean, voice actresses or actors sometimes when they just decide, "Hey, I'm gonna sing." I'm like, "No, no, no! Get get a real singer. Go 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 and go and get go and get Ariana Grande's backup singer to do this." Shit. <laughs> there, you, there you go. Alrighty, number two, Jujutsu Kaisen. Mm. A lot of fun. Uh, two, uh, my friend Captain and my my uh, spouse Bash. It was the first time she Jujutsu Kaisen at all, mm. so we we took them there to see it and they loved it. 
Mm. And I, and, we, and me and Chris, we do like we do this shit. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We can't wait. And they mm. animated so well. They never mm. disappointed with this. Again, Mappa's best animation is Jujutsu Kaisen. Uh-huh, uh-huh, and uh-huh. I, I think it's a lot better. <laughs> uh-huh. Dude, it's on YouTube as well. Dude, I try YouTube and you, I don't. It's not the quality. Like you can get the American soundtrack on YouTube. That's where I listen to it. Um, that and Spotify. But I just I couldn't find the Japanese one. Really, it's not on YouTube. It's Japanese is not on YouTube right now, right? Yeah, it's on Spotify. It's a, yeah, I saw Japanese Spotify. I have some of them on your Blu-ray. Like there's a soundtrack disc that came with it. Is it? Oh, did it? I didn't open it. I have it sealed still in my uh, shelf. It's I, yeah, I think mine is sealed too. Really? Oh shit, that's awesome. RFD. Uh number one, Pompo the Cinephile. Pompo the Cinephile. I, I, right. Again, again, it's a, again with this the how they made movies, like how Pompa does things. And I liked the I liked the the Maester movie. Like I wish I had that, like the, as a separate movie. I wish I was in there. Like, like oh yeah, we can have this, like the, the movie they made. I wanted the fully version of that it made me want to see that. And just everything about it was just fucking beautiful. <laughs> that's my only gripe. The DV, that's my only gripe. Like the movie that they made, I should have been able to watch it. I, I wish we did. I think that would have been amazing. That's my only gripe. I got to the end of the movie. I was like, all right, they're gonna go to the, the cinema and we're gonna get to see at least this. 20 minute like movie they're gonna at least like time lapse it or something no we didn't get that we, we, we didn't even get montage they... yeah like hell, like, I, it's, even though it's called pompa the cinephile it was mostly about gene and i like gene he was a very like we should again, have it, in like an in like an ultimate blend. like here's the movie yeah it's like again this, this is how passionate gene is about cinema and i like that and mm-hmm. as a man that loves cinema i just love seeing that i love the interaction of these characters i like uh martin the guy who played the maester um, fucking Mistia for just a little bit. Woodward, and I like I like the fit. Like the movie was ninety minutes, and so was the actual movie. I and mean, what makes a good movie is that is ninety minutes. That's the length of the movie, and that's that's the length of the movie they made. So I love that tie-in. Ninety minutes. Yep. So and it's still going in the manga, and I got I got to read that. Uh, I so I hope we get more in terms of after this. So yeah, Pompo, my favorite of the year, absolutely. <laughs> All righty, moving on. The Funnel Cake Studio. Starman, what were your studios? My studios. Like, like what, what produced quality? What produced a, a good amount of your favorite? Like, anything about the production in general of these studios? When it came to studios this year, a lot of good studios. There are a lot of honorable mentions because there are not many that is it's, it's too many ties, right? Um, A1, PA Works, uh, great studios. Um, uh, I don't know, man. It's, it's a, it was a lot of good studios that put something out, but there are a couple studios that stood above the others. Um, I have a top two. I don't even have a top three because I feel like it wasn't even close. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, my number two is going to be Mappa. Mappa okay. showed the fuck out between Chainsaw Man and I see why they have Attack on Titan. I felt like it didn't need to go to another studio, but I like their twist on it. I like how it still looks the same, but what they do with the CG, I, I'll still say that <coughs> what they do with Chainsaw Man is what Netflix thinks it's doing with every other CG anime that they have. The only right. great CG anime um, that Netflix even has is, I'm, I'm going to say, is Beast, uh, Beastars. Um, but that's neither here nor there. The best anime studio, hands down, for the 2022 season was Cloverworks. Mm-hmm. 
Clover Works had Shadow's House. They had Spy Family. They had Both You the Rock and My Dressed Up Darling. Um, also, those shows are arguably top 10 shows of the whole season. Um, but I guess we'll see where they land. But I say, hands down, Clover Works showed they asked this year. Hold on. Uh, whoever animated Ragnarok is last place. But it, it could be It could be uh, this year when we find out. Because, again, they fuck up Heracles and Jack the Ripper. I said, I'm going to go on a tangent. And I will tell you, Captain. I will tell you when that happens. You're going to watch me for this. <laughs> Can't wait to hear that, man. I'm sorry. Even go ahead. All right. So I did, manage, I did manage to give a top five. Number five for me is PA Works. Um, they had Made War, and I didn't watch Kaming, but obviously Kaming is going to rank very high on YouTube's list. Um, definitely deserves to be mentioned. Uh, fantastic work from them. Number four for me was Mappa. They did Chainsaw Man and Dance Dance for me. Those are two that I watched with them. Um, thoroughly enjoyed the animation, especially Dance Dance. Uh, very fluid, um, very beautiful, um, very different um, compared to what you would normally see with normal animations, I feel. Um, number three was Studio Peru. Uh, Perot, however you want to say it, it's French. Uh, they had Bleach, Platinum End, and Cool Guys. Um, Platinum End was what it was. Uh, cool Guys is really is really simple, and it, it, it ba- even though like as I mentioned before, Starman got on the air with Cool Guys. Um, it, it's um, a chill anime. The animation reflects that as well. The colors are very light. They're not very vibrant. Um, they're very uh, diluted, and it is chill. And I guess it follows that. And of course, Bleach is Bleach. Bleach is fucking phenomenal this season in terms of the animation. Night and goddamn day compared to fucking what it was ten years ago. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, with that, movie, yeah. movie quality esque every single episode was Bad. beautiful. <clears throat> Number two for me was A1, Kaguya-sama, Lycoris, Engage Kiss, all three very well animated. Um, Lycoris is one of the best animations of the season, in my opinion. Um, again, just fluidity, colors, um, uh, just, you name it, it was fantastic. And same for me, like Starman, number one was Cloverwork, Spy Family, Dress Up Darling, Bochi the Rock, Tokyo 24th, Shadow's House, which I did not watch. Um, all fantastically done anime. Um, I did see season one, a little bit of season one of Shadow's House. So I guess I got a taste of, of their animation from that standpoint, which is very unique as well from that. Um, so again, five heavy hitters, uh, four, sorry, four heavy hitters. Well, I guess you could say five because I didn't watch Shadow's House, but it's going to rank high on you guys' list, I'm sure, as well. Yeah. Um, and so, um, yeah, fantastic work from them. Who animated Call of the Night? <clears throat> uh, Lyndon. I... Mm. What else did they animate? That's it? Um, maybe. Uh, hold on. I was very surprised that none of these five were the ones that animated Call of the Night. Because obviously, Call of the Night's going to rank high in terms of animation. I thought it was Lyndon, but I have to double check it. I've never no, done yeah, 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 it's, it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's Lyndon Films, and they do Tokyo Revengers, and they did Bastard Heavy Metal. Mm. I and, play, and, and play a cool guys. Okay, so they they work with Studio Pro on that. Um, Starman, how was the animation in, in Bastard? Um, Bastard is just check all the boxes anime. It, it, there was nothing impressive about the animation in Bastard. Okay. Just didn't pay for it. You put it out. Um, it was cool. It was get it out. You get it out. See titties. Okay. Yeah, it was, it, it was it was horny as fuck. But I mean, as far as the animation quality, yeah. no, I mean it's it it looked. It looked good. I mean, it's okay. the standard. It's standard. Okay. It's nothing ex- like Excel. It doesn't Excel, but it's standard. While we're on the topic, did it make it thirty? No. Okay. Very <laughs> good. Just wondering. Um, Go ahead, buddy. Uh, number number five, Ufotable for Demon Slayer. It was just even though they just it was just the one show, it was enough for how well they upgraded it from the movie 
to the first season and now this. See, that's why I disqualified it because they only did that singular show. Because I mean, if if it was just a show, it'd be number two for me behind fucking. But I say, but it, but it was still it's, it's still fine because again, it was just it was just enough. Just that was enough to be, leave a big impression for me. Uh, for Mappa with a uh, chainsaw man, <laughs> that was fine. Uh, what I get, I get that there was still missing something from animation wise. I feel like there's like a little missing ingredient. For it, but they still they did see, they mixed that with CGI really well though I will give it that because uh, CG animation is a hit and miss. Mm-hmm. If you if you really if you do it right, it's great. Mm-hmm. If you do a clunky like Berserk, no. <laughs> uh, number three with Studio with uh, Spy Family, Rank of the Kings, Girl from the Other Side. <laughs> they animate these shows very differently, very uniquely. So mm-hmm. I like it for that. Uh, number two, A one. For the, again, for Kage, like Chorus, those are just top notch, top notch mm-hmm. shows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And number one, Cliverworks, uh, mm. they did redeem themselves for the Horimiya, Promised Neverland. Horimiya was fantastically animated. Don't give me that bullshit. No, I'm not was... talking about animation. I'm talking about actual quality of show. Like, I get, I liked it, but again, at the same time, they still cut a lot of shit out because they just want to get it out there. Like, I didn't watch the, mo- I didn't read the manga, so yeah. for me, Horimiya is still an A. A but, but if you have it, it's just okay. And then you got. Promised Neverland, who should just fucking burn in a ditch. And then you got Wonder Egg Priorities. Great concept, but they fucked it up at the end. Beautifully animated as well. But yeah, with again with like with Bochi and this all these various great shows, like you got like mm-hmm. it, they made up like they wanted to make up for it. this is like this was an apology. And apology accepted. Yeah. They had time. They had time. There was time now. Yes. Sonotori this. Okay, let's get to some of the music. <laughs> All right, lemon cake, EDs. EDs. All right. Awkward silence. I'm up. Yeah, it's your star, man. All right. Um, EDs. I got stuck here too. Honestly, it wasn't that many shows where I get to the end of it and I'm just not ready to either let it ride, cut it off. Um, I judge my EDs about what I'm gonna add to my title Spotify Apple Music playlist. That's fair. That said, I have a top two, not a top three. Number two, Spy Family Part Two ED. Um, okay, I really enjoyed that ED. Um, it was a, very uh, fun, very fun, very. It was it was nice. It was it was definitely nice. Uh, number oh, I do have a top three. Number three was Spy Family Part Two ED. Number two, Spy Family Part One ED. Nigga, it's the same show. Spy Family Two. Go ahead. <laughs> That's two different EDs, man. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> uh, my number one was uh, "More Than a Married Couple, But Not Lovers." That was my favorite ED. Really? Okay. That song. That song. I, I was just well, my friend. My as my friend says, "Bass, you are bass." <laughs> just because I like to hear that song, like I will play that song out. It's just the groove of it. It's my it's my genre of music. It's it's genre. It's groovy. I really like uh, R and B. It's an R and B song, and I was like, okay, R and B song. Mm-hmm. I don't get animes that give me. A R&B song for the ending theme. It's always J-pop or rock. J-pop, J-rock. J-pop, J-rock. You got a second bass. There you go, Starman. You got two bases. So, yeah, man. Uh, it's groovy, man. And then, you know, you know, a car just running around, you know, just a little gal running around the screen. Even the animation was just, it was perfect. I, I like that. That was really good. The animation was beautiful. I agree. All right, Ethan. Um, all right, so my number five, I gave it to the 12 EDs from Chainsaw. Not all, <laughs> not all of them were good. Or I'm sorry, let me not they were familiar with that. All of them were good, not all of them were great. Some of them were really good, a couple were really fucking good. What was I your favorite did, one? 
I don't remember. I didn't oh. do the research enough to fucking tell you, dude. I couldn't All tell right. you. It was one of the, I think it was like somewhere between like episode like six and nine were like my okay. two favorites at some given point. Yeah. Um, number four for me was Requiem. Um, talking about the, the genre of, of, wait, of which one? Wait, which, the first one or second one? I believe the first one. Okay. The first one, yeah, because I picked Requiem from. And by the way, I, let me back that up. As we keep going through the rest of these, the way I did it, um, as I told Matt uh, off air, is I basically took my, for the most part, I took the top four from each of my uh, seasons because I saved all of them, and I just ranked them in terms of first to best. Yeah. Um, there's a couple where I ranked them above because based off of a movie or something like that. But these are basically my top four throughout the season in their proper order for, in terms of my, my thoughts. Um, but yeah, Requiem part one. Uh, was my favorite. Uh, my type of anime music, I love the slow, sad, sappy type of song. Um, something with a piano or a, or, or a, um, a saxophone, something like that. I love that type of music. So Requiem for me, check that box in terms of it being sad and um with with the uh what's it called with the the piano instrumental and stuff so that was really dope. Uh number three for me, Love of Kill, similar again in terms of the the style um as well uh which again greatly appreciate that style uh number two for me was the raven op i'm sorry ed sorry raven ed um it's just something so beautiful about that animation as well as so depressing um one thing about j-pop and 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 j music in general that you'll hear is the ability for the for the, the the person singing it to be able to reflect um, the type of emotion that they're trying to, to 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 give the listener. So you know, with J-pop, it's very hype, very happy, very yay, you know, things like that. And when you get really sad ballads, um, they really hit you. Especially if you know you don't understand the language. I understand. Most people don't understand language. I understand very little of it. I could probably say I, I know about ten to fifteen percent max. Um, where I can listen to a word and understand what it is, you know, and just hearing the, 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 the tone and the depth of that song, I never skipped it. And I've really, I skip a lot of OPs and EDs and I never skipped the Raven ED. It was absolutely stellar, stellar. And um, number one for me is, yeah, we'll, we'll get the shadows out here. <laughs> yeah. Number one for me was Abyss. Okay. Abyss literally took the plot of the song of the sorry plot of the series, put it in their ED, and I don't remember which episode it was, Matt. It, it was uh eight, I think. Eight, where you finally get the realization of that, where the literal plot of that episode with Hueco, yeah, with Hueco was the actual that blew me away in terms of of how they incorporated that, um, and just again, it's another sad song. Um, just it hits you right in the feels, especially when you watch that show, um, which does nothing but hit you in the feels. Um, it was absolutely like it, you know, that that made such an impression on me, and that's why it was number one. It's not the best one in terms of of um the the tempo and and the actual song itself, but just the ability to take that plot point and make it an entire song. Um, I love that. It was very striking, and that's why I chose it. All righty, very good. Uh, number five, your boy Kogming. Hey. I love, I love that ED. You could just dance to him. Hey DJ, <laughs> that one, so fun. I like it. I like the music for comedy. We'll get to that later. But uh, yeah, I just that was this one I enjoyed a lot. Uh, number four, uh, the third ending to Bochi the Rock. Whatever the, the last one they use, I thought that's a great beat. I like it. I like the visuals for it on top of that. Mm-hmm. It's something you just bob your head to. I like that. It's it's a lot of fun. Mm. number three shadows house 
I love Masquerade. Uh, last year, Shadow's House for that one. That was my uh, number one ED for this one. Number three, but still really good. I love Masquerade. I think it fits the theme of uh, Rosemary and uh, Barbara. Love all that. So I just enjoy it a lot. It's a lot of fun. So I hope we see more of that artist. Mm. Number two, Main Abyss. Exactly for everything that you've basically said with the story of it. It's a, mm. it's a very emotional song. And I like it. Even just hearing mm. it on its own, the whole thing, mm-hmm. it's great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Number one, Call of the Night. Mm. I love it. I love Call of the Night ED. Mm. It's, again, you can get jiggy with it. Again, great visuals for it. I like, I like, this, I like the beat of it. Uh, creepy Nuts, I want more of them. So hopefully I'm they sure do you music. do. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, again, that one without a doubt, favorite ED, Call of the Night. Cat. Yeah, not uh, not night was, yeah, that was for the first one. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the second one was Masquerade. Mm. Okay. Hot milk cake. OPs. OPs. Starman. Man, you know I got you with a good. Um, I have a nice top three. All right, go ahead. I really have a five. Thought about it, but I was like, you know, let me be fair to the songs that also never got skipped on top of the songs. Like I said, my previous uh, with the EDs, these are the songs that I add to my actual playlist. Like I listen to these songs in real life, not just out when you know right before your favorite show comes on right 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 yeah hot at number three spy family part two like spy family part two that was a really good one i like that one spy family part two. <laughs> i like it um what it is chicken what is, i can't remember the name of it like uh i don't know man like a uh, souvenir i think whenever the song came on i just that was one of my favorite ones it got me into the mood for the show it got me into the vibe it was such a heartwarming feel and um I felt like it was a good. It, it was hard enough to compete with season one, so I feel like competing with season two it did a great job. Um, number two, Woo! as far as openings, oh my god, number two is the motherfucking rumbling. It was so incredibly unique. Um, it, it so good, so fucking good. Even if it's so goddamn dark. Uh, number five, love flops, because they they did the they did the elements of sci-fi sci-fi better than the romance. And again, they were they're they AIs at the end of the day, and they did those they did that pretty well with the concepts of it, despite the poor execution of some stuff till near the end. And that 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 show that's us in the whole entire fucking loop. <laughs> uh, number four, Mobile Suit Gundam, which is Mercury. Uh, I love it. I cannot wait for more. It's just more. It's like a little bit better. Number three, uh, Made in Abyss. Uh, I've, I, I did. They did a lot of elements right, but I think sci-fi not as much as like adventure or fantasy or that type of stuff. It was in the. So, it was in the, the thing, so that's why I chose it. No, no, it, no. It, it definitely still is, but I'm saying like that the other the other stuff of it were better. Yeah. Uh, number two, Doctor Stone, Ryusu. So again, that was a great, a great one-hour thing. And number one, cyberpunk. I love cyberpunk. I love the world of it. Kind of like a post, like dystopian type of area surrounded it. Uh, David, Rebecca, Lucy, that stuff in space. I just loved it. It was a great sci-fi thing. So it gets that for me. Alrighty, now, Sun Cake, Supernaturals. All right, I'll make this quick. All right, my yep. supernaturals of this. All right, man. Number five, 
Demon Slayer Entertainment District Art. Um, all right. Uh, anytime you got demons, that qualifies as supernatural to me. Number yep. four, the case study of Vanitas. You got vampires again. Vampires is always going to be slice of life. Not slice of life. It's always going to be supernatural to me. Speaking of vampires, I'm going to keep rolling. The Call of the Night is my number three. All right. My number two, summertime rendering. You get demons again. Motherfucking demons. And number one, since we're talking about demons, aka devils, Chainsaw Man. Okay. Awesome. Even. Um, I went number five, Call of the Night, Vampires. Number four, I went JoJo. Um, very yeah. it counted as supernatural, didn't it? You gave yeah. it to me as supernatural. You gave it to me as supernatural, bro. Did I? Yeah, you did. Otherwise, otherwise I would have put demons. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You you keep talking. If not, we'll put demons in there because it is demons. Yeah, it is, it is. You're right. Stand, yeah, stand, stands, yeah. Yeah, so it stands. So JoJo four, okay. Chainsaw Man three, just because it's fucking again devils and shit. Two Bleach because you're dealing with ghosts. Bleach is incredible, and I put number one because I enjoyed it and I wanted to give it some love. Was Requiem? Um, okay. I don't quite know why they listed that as supernatural. Matt, can you? I tell think me? I think I think more Richard B like this demon type thing. I and I guess maybe John of the Ark. Yeah, yeah. I, I think stuff like that is why. Yeah, I mean, quite honestly, I would I would rank Demon Slayer, Bleach, Chainsaw above Requiem. I did in my in my finale or my my list, but I just wanted to give Requiem some love. No, that's fair. That's totally fair. All right, uh, number five, Demon Slayer. Uh, four, Call of the Night. We talked about it enough as it is. Uh, number three, uh, Shadow Summertime Rendering. Number two, Shadow's House. Mm. Hey. And number one, case study of Vanitas parts. This was the best part of Vanitas, this whole thing. And they did the supernatural part of it very, very good. That's my guy right there. Exactly. Damn right, pal. Alrighty, let's go with the wine cake. Thriller slash mystery. Ooh, all right. This is when things heat up. All right. My thriller slash mysteries. All right. Uh no, coming in, clocking in at number five is um my hero academia. Um Ooh. It's a thriller. If you ask me, it qualifies. I don't know. That shit's fucking thrilling to me. It was. They were all gas. Like, I'm, guessing, I, I'm guessing. I'm guessing because of Shigaraki shit. It was. It was really like the whole hawk and the the League of Villains. Like it was like people died. Like oh my fucking god. Like shit got so real. I was like, yo, what the fuck is going on? These heroes are dropping. People it's getting that shit about Pucci. Fair, Chris. Fair, Chris. So number four, uh, made in the abyss. Number made in the abyss. Like the the way the story came again in the end, they milked the fuck out of it. But the build up to it, it was like you kind of knew who was who and what was what. It's just they needed to admit it, and them admitting it just made it all the much worse because you got both stories at the same time. Number three is gonna be Tamadachi Game. Tamadachi Game was slept on. It was a good fucking mystery and it kept me guessing and i never could quite nail who was the people who i should have guessed i always guessed yeah and what do you follow and what do you follow that that person you turn out really wasn't and you find out why yeah and i thank you for the fake out um number two attack on titan season i mean final season part two uh that that i'm sorry man the way that that story just unfolds and the twist when oh my god when I'm not gonna spoil it for you Ethan let me keep going yeah, no, summertime rendering Thank you. summertime rendering was a fantastic thriller fuck you Disney Plus Hulu whatever the fuck I'm mad I'm pissed the fuck off 
Tokyo Avengers is getting their getting their shine, but that's another fucking conversation. Where the fuck is summertime rendering? I got to know, but summertime Thank rendering. You. Major, Major facts. I will watch it once it gets on there. I swear to God, I'll watch it. Love that fucking mystery. If, if, it, gets the, if it gets the Blu-ray, I'm buying it. Absolutely. Straight up. I don't care how much it costs. Yeah. Even. So he put My Hero 6 in there, so I, I was missing one. I just bumped it to three. Platinum and Tokyo Avengers were five and four. No need to talk about those. They're Tokyo, Tokyo Avengers. No, Tokyo Twenty Four Ford. Oh, okay. I was like, Tokyo Avengers. What? No, no, no. Tokyo Twenty Four Ford. Okay, okay, okay. Trailer. Um, nothing to really be said about those. They were what they were. Uh, number three, My Hero Season Six for all the points Starman made. If you put it in there, and I was missing one, I might as well put it in there too. Uh, number two for me was Raven. Raven did a fantastic job of their of their storytelling. Um, with their ghost stories, every single ghost story had a beginning, had a middle, had an end. Uh, the, re- the, the reveals uh, and how they broke down the mystery, how they came up and found out about secrets, was really unique. Um, the way that they built up the the lore uh, between the Raven and the Crow was wonderful. Um, the the mythical aspects, you mean of- the owl, Raven, the owl. owl. Sorry, sorry, owl. Correct, my bad. Um, the Raven, um, the, her mythical powers, um, was something that was good. Um, and then just the other, like, uh, the other subplots in terms of the stuff that went on in the palace early on in the season with the emperor and the emperor's do-wagger, um, as well as the, the sub stories involving the, um, the minister of the works, as well as the Raven and how that intertwined with the story of the owl, um, was all fantastically done. Um, I enjoyed it very, very much. And the, with the way they broke that down throughout the season, it left you wanting more every single time and wondering how they could top the the ghost story. And every single time they had a ghost story, um, it was definitely well, well done. Um, and number one for me was Abyss. I mean, goddamn, the fucking, you want to talk about a thriller? You want to talk about being on the edge of your seat? You want to be talking about shocking developments, shocking twists? I mean, fuck, it's Abyss. God damn it. All right, very good. Number five, Raven of the Inner Palace, or just the stuff you said. It was, it was a ghost story, pure and simple. Uh, number four, Shadow's House Two, another great mystery. We're uh, trying to figure out that this masked person. We've got that. We got we got development of the other shadows and dolls for it, and just more about. And we, I want to learn more about Kate in this in that regard. Like, how much does she really know? Uh, number three, uh, Main Abyss, for everything you just said. <laughs> Great stuff, a lot of twists, and just the thrill of it in the in the backstory of this everything going on. When you find out what actually happened to the adventurers, sad. Exactly. Uh, number two, Tomodachi game. Hmm. Uh, the game uh, the, again. The we talked about enough the, the the mystery out of the game. You thought it was one person, but it's a different person, or it's not even them at all. Mm-hmm. And just and it's more about Yuichi, Yuichi. How much does he know about this game too? Like how twisted is mm-hmm. he? Like about his friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one, summertime rendering. Mm. The mystery of the shadows, the mystery of the island, mm-hmm. uh, all the characters involved of what happened, and great concept, and they did that very well. So yeah, summertime rendering, easy, mm. best mystery, no problem. All right, Crystal Cake Fantasy. All right, our man. All right, Crystal Cake. Let's see what do we have for fantasy. All right, let me see where is my fantasy list. All right, still trying to find my fantasy. I have adventure. It's around, it's, around, it's, around, it's, around, it's around the top. It's, that, it's above Slice of Life. All right. I'm going to just run through these real quick. Uh, fantasy, yep. number five, Attack on Titan Season 2, I mean, Final Season Part 2. Number four, Eminence in Shadow. 
Number three, Harem in the Labyrinth of Another World, because, oh, my God, that is a fucking fantasy. Oh, uh, my God. Number two, Ranking of Fucking Kings. Bro, that shit deserves some, some more love. Ranking of Kings was the shit. Like, as far as fantasy anime go, no, nah, man, that's a straight-up fantasy, bro. That shit is all, um, yeah. Number one is Made in the Abyss, though. Fantasy, like, nah, Made in the Abyss. Nah, it, it's, yeah, that, that shit was given. All right, Ethan. Uh, Realist Hero Five. Um, I enjoy Realist Hero in terms of, um, the the, the different aspect, the of, concept of it, the concept of it. Yeah, it was very unique in terms of the hero genre. Um, I thought it was pretty cool. Um, number four, Overlord. Yes, I agree, Matt. It was disappointing, but it still had its highs. It's still a good story. Yeah. Um, so I enjoyed that. Number That's three fair. was Black Summoner. Um, for all the reasons I mentioned why it was one of my top five surprises of the year, um, very well laid out, um, from that standpoint, a guy who actually, it's funny cause he was accidentally killed by the goddess. So as I'm sorry that I killed you, I'm going to make you OP as fuck and give you the choice of how you want to be OP as fuck. And he is super fucking OP, really fucking OP dude. And it's wonderful to behold. If you love, uh, OP isekai characters, number two, Demon Slayer. It's fucking Demon Slayer. God damn it. We'll talk more about it later. Number one, Abyss. We we can't keep beating a dead horse. It's fucking Abyss. It's so goddamn fanatical. It just, oh. All right. Very good. Um, number five, Genius Prince. Mm. Guide to getting the country out of debt. You know what? Uh, I, it was an isekai. I enjoyed the concept of it. So yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, number four, Overlord. Despite complaints about the show, it is still a great fantasy. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Number three, Skeleton Knight in Another World. Great anime, a lot of fun. I didn't expect it to be that entertaining. That shit was fun. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was, I was heavily entertained. Especially, I that, that was that was a runner up for uh, OP. Like it was, that was six. Uh, I thought that was great. Uh, number two, Main Abyss. Mm. For everything we talked about, and the world of this abyss is just, just but for me, number mm-hmm. one. Ranking of Kings. I love everything about Ranking of Kings. All righty. Ah, Beer Cake Adventure. All right. Okay. Uh, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. All right. For my adventure, uh, number five, I have Black Summoner. Black Summoner was a fun adventure. I would have loved to have been in that party too, man. God was a straight up battle junkie and I couldn't get enough of it. Number four, Skeleton Knight. As you said previously, Skeleton Knight was just a good adventure. Like these guys going on an adventure, the guy, you know, he's a skeleton, but he just wants to drink. He's a skeleton that can get drunk. Enough said. Number three, yep. Beast Tamer. Um, I love Beast Tamer. I love that fucking dub. Like, yeah, it's a little Hermish guy. You know, he's a beast tamer. He ends up like taming all these sacred, like beast beings. But it's it's such a it's such a nice little cool like guilty pleasure of mine. Um, number two is gonna be ranking of kings. Um, Bochi went Boji, not Bochi. Boji went on an adventure. His dad is a piece of shit, and his stepmom is trash. His best friend was a motherfucking shadow, and he had his back. And they went on a fucking adventure. Number one, made in abyss. Oh my fucking god! You went to the center of the earth and got deformed. Oh my god! If that ain't an adventure, I don't know what it is. <laughs> you know, I, real quick, I, I don't want to be that guy, but I'm gonna be that guy. When Sean started talking about ranking kings and he said his father was a piece of shit, I was like, I, I was like, did that resonate more because he's black? I don't know. 
<laughs> say that on air. Wow. And I'm starving. Uh, go, go, go ahead, go ahead, Ethan. Number five, Realist Hero. Number four, Black Summoner. Number three, Jojo. It's Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. I don't give a fuck. I know it doesn't qualify. I don't it's think it's an adventure. Nah, nah, it's in the goddamn good. title. Yeah, Jojo's no, no. Bizarre I, Adventure. Yeah, that's a must. It's a fucking must. Number two, Bleach. Number one, Abyss. Move on. Oh, I'm sorry, Matt. All right. right. Yours. My bad. <laughs> Number five, oh, uh, five, Skeleton Knight. Uh, number four, Bleach. Three, JoJo. Two, regular Kings. Number one, Made in the Best. Yeah. We all agree, Made in the Best had the best adventure. Hell yeah. All righty, let's go. The Chestnut Cake. That's going to go to an action. Ooh, best action. All right. I do love action. All right. I'm, I'm not going to. Uh, I bet you do. I ain't gonna hold you. This one was hard. This one was the most difficult top five of the entire fucking evening. Let's Probably, go. yeah. Number five, Attack on Titan, final season part two. It was more of a drama than it was action, but oh my God, when it was action, it was fucking... Oh my God. Number four, Demon Slayer, Entertainment District Art. Yeah, it was iffy the wow. first two episodes, but that shit ended hot. Number three, Chainsaw fucking man. He fought Katana man. Episode 8. A lot of people died. I don't know what the fuck happened, but action was off the damn chain, even though they spaced it out with good other elements. Um, Number 2. It's Bleach. Bleach came in swinging. Like I said, Bleach came back with Avengers. There's nothing else I can say about that. Every episode was like a fucking movie. But number 1. Gotta give it up. Studio Trigger. Cyberpunk Edge Runners. If it's I went number five, Lycoris, Gunplay, Galore. Number four, Chainsaw Man, Chainsaws and Blood and Death. Number three, Maid War, lots of fucking death. Lots of goddamn shooting and death. Galore. Number two, Bleach. Bro, one of the things that I kept mentioning about Bleach throughout the season is the fact that it took a lot of fan favorites and nixed them. Like nothing. Just savagely fucking killed your favorite guy. Oh, you like him? Dead. You like him? He's missing an arm. You like him? He got his brain splattered. <laughs> yeah. Anybody? Dead. Like, bro, like, they killed off half the cast in the first 11 episodes. Yeah. Crazy. Number one, Demon Slayer. You know, I agree with Starman's body being, like, the first couple episodes were meh. But that final that final scene. um, stretch. Oh, that stretch. That final stretch. We'll get to that. <laughs> To behold. You go, Matt. All righty. Number five, Light Chorus Recoil. Mm. Number four, Chainsaw Man. Mm. Number three, Cyberpunk. Hey. Number two, Maid War. Hey. And number one, Demon Slayer. Mm. Yeah, I get incredible credits to with, with the fights. Hell yeah. Uh, 100%. Uh, fudge Cake. Comedy. All right. Uh, what made me laugh? This was a uh, this was a pretty difficult category as well. But you know, I decided to get my way through it. Uh, number five, my dress up darling. Um, it's that awkward comedy where it wasn't flat out jokes, but it was just something funny about the awkwardness of it all. I can't explain it. Number four, Spy Family. Um, it's meant to be a comedy. When it was funny, it was funny. Anya nailed like damn near every scene and just your to the new characters to introduce. I loved it. Number three, Love is War, Kaguya Sama. Um, although this was more rom than calm, it was still pretty fucking funny. All right. Um, 
and I'm sorry, number three was uh, a Keep a Mate War. Keep a Mate War is my number three. Number two was Love is War. And my number one is, surprisingly enough, the funniest anime I saw this past year was Love After World Domination. Hilarious. It's the funniest anime. It, I'm surprised it beat Love is War, but to me, Love After World Domination did not waste a laugh or an episode. All right, Ethan. Number five, Akiba May War. Number four, the My Hero OVA. Again, as I told you when I talked about OVAs, the funniest OVA My Hero has ever done. One of the funniest OVAs I've ever seen right behind Kaguya-sama's OVA. Number three, Genius Prince. Love Genius Prince and his little snarky comments back and forth with between him and, and, and Ninyam. Um, Absolutely hilarious. Number two, Kaguya-sama. Um, their funniest anime season itself uh, that they did. Number one, Bochi the Rock. I was expecting you to switch it, actually. For real? I know. I get. I get why. I, I agree. I, I was. I was yeah, no, you. Like Starman said, Kaguya's whip. It was uh, a lot of emphasis on the on the romance and yeah. the development. Um, but Kaguya-sama was fucking hilarious throughout the season. But Bochi the Rock is purely based on comedy and music, and the music was good. The comedy was better. All right, I agree. Uh, ka- all right, number five, Aharasan is is indecipherable. I I like the awkward humor. And they actually had that. I like the mm. chemistry up between Rido and Aharon. Mm. Uh, number four, Spy Family. Again, family sitcom. Straight up. Uh, number three, Isekai Oji-san. This is the only time I will ever mention it here. <laughs> <laughs> no, just despite problems with production, it's hard to admit it's funny. It's really funny. <laughs> uh, number two, Kaguya. And number one, Boat to the Rock. Made up funny. All righty, the red velvet cake romance. I love it. All right, go on, Starman. Romance. All right, it wouldn't be romance without romance in the fucking title. Romantic Killer is my number five. It surprised me. Shout out to Netflix. All right, my number four is Rent a Girlfriend Season Two. Uh, definitely a lot of romance, a lot of steamy <laughs> romance. All right. Uh, you thought I was going to rank higher, but no, that's number four, man. Number three. Yeah, I don't want you to rank that motherfucking shit at all. <laughs> number three, Usagi Chan wants to hang out, man. They gave me more romp than come, and I fucking loved it. All right. Um, Although in the last category, these two were swapped, I have to give number two to Love After World Domination. It was a good romance, but it was way more funnier than it was romantic. On the other hand, Kaguya-sama Love is War is my number one because it was more romance. It was more rom than calm. So it all worked out. Number five, Call of the Night. I'm surprised you didn't rank Call of the Night, Sean. I didn't consider it a romance. They were like friends to me. But continue. <laughs> it, it, it's a blossom to a relationship. I, I, I understand. Number four, um, more than a married couple. Um, I enjoyed the the three way interactions between Shiori, Akari, and Hiro. Um, he, he could probably have a three way. He plays cards right, but continue. he really could, bro. Yeah, it's not that type of show. Number three, Sasaki Sumiano for everything that I mentioned above. It's a beautiful romance. One of the reasons why I know Matt isn't a huge fan of Horimiya, but it reminded me so much of Horimiya. And I don't care that I, I, I that that, they, that was how that was how he sold it to you. They sold it to me like that, dude. And yeah. like I adore Horimiya because of uh, how that relate. You know, it, I adore Horimiya because of how they built that relationship up, um, starting from episode I think three or four, and it was the rest of the season was just them dealing with relationship stuff. And I appreciated Sasaki Miyano where we got the confession early. We got the confession in episode four or five, right? Something like that. 
more or less. More or less. It's like something between three and five. And the rest of the season is built around Miano just trying to find himself, trying to find his identity, his sexuality. Yeah, he went from, like, I, I just like reading them. I'm in like, one, and I'm feeling these emotions. And it's a it's a great story. Um, number two, Dress Up Darling. Uh, Starman said it earlier. Just the principle of the girl fawning over the guy, which is what you don't see in anime hardly. Um, was very refreshing. Everybody knows that scene where you know go where uh, what's it called? Um, Marin goes to Gojo's house and Gojo does something, and Marin's like, "I love him," but you like like I like so basically, I basically he she loved that how he was geeking out with his grandfather about, about yeah the and she's like. No, but I love the way she said it. Like it's like Wav W V. If it was, if it was, oh, like flapping her arms around. <laughs> yeah, it was like Wav. If you heard the dub, it would be like I love him. No, it's Suki. Like the pronunciation of the way they did it in the sub. Suki Desne. Like it, I watched it, that it, dub. I watched it subbed. I, at least I have some class. Yeah. I mean, I would love to see that scene in dub. If you can find me that scene in dub, uh, I heard the dub was really well. I heard the dub was good too. Yeah, that's fair. And then number one, Kaguya-sama, the romance aspect, not only for Shirogane and um and Kaguya, Kaguya but uh what's Ishigami. His name? Ishigami and Subame. Ami. I was so invested in Ishigami and Subame, and I realized he's probably gonna end up with Eno. I love Subame. She is such an adorable addition to this season. She is so wholesome and sweet, and I love her vibe. Absolutely love her. Ooh, drop my bait. Also, Amelie rocks voice in Marin. I I agree. I did watch the dub clips. Uh, mm. Amelie is a great singer. She does cover mm. songs. I love her. Mm. Okay. And she voiced Marin, so fantastic. I, that was the reason okay, why cool. I watched some clips of her. Okay, I'll be willing to watch clips. That's fair. I'll give you that. Um, and then at the end of the day, the thing that sold me on Kage being the number one romance is it had the biggest payoff of the year. That finale is one of the it's best probably, yeah, it's probably the best finale of the year. <laughs> it is pro- it is not the best finale of the year. The payoff was absolutely incredible. The kiss at the end, sensationally beautiful. The buildup over the past several years, the past two was so well done and so well laid out to build to that particular moment when they finally lock lips and they realize this mutual affection for each other. And then at the end, when you see them holding hands under the desk, that was so fucking beautiful, dude. So resonating. I loved it. Absolutely. I, mean, I like how it. they put the balloon in the way of the kiss. It's like, yes. Fucker. <laughs> hey, gotcha. That's uh, fair. I'll, I'll run for these quick. Uh, number five, Shikamori is not just a cutie. I, I, get, I like the Zumi. I know a lot of people don't because they don't like beta males. He grew on reason. me. He grew on me. Oh, he, he grew on me, and he, especially near the end of like, the last one with Shikamori. You were just fantasizing about him getting pegged by Shikamori. No, she she totally pegs him. That's 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 a fact. We this is it's not total peg. That's fine. It's okay. It happens. Uh, number four, more than a married couple. Number three, dress up, darling. Number two, Sasaki Miyano. I would have picked a number one, but Kaguya had that finale. The payoff, just so yeah. The though. payoff, yeah. Again, Sasaki Miyano was close again with how Kaguya flowed. I had to. I had to. Absolutely had to. Unanimous. Unanimous. Yeah, unanimous. All right, lemon cake drama. Let's let's go. Let's get going, baby. All right, man. Let me knock these out. Uh, drama number five, Mob Psycho One Hundred. Um, this it was definitely a drama. I don't know what the fuck you call Mob Psycho One Hundred, but this season was definitely a drama. All right, number four, Raven of the Inner Palace. 
Um, definitely a good drama. It felt like a play. That's what I loved about it. All right. Number three, Akiba made war. Quentin Tarantino style anime. Loved it. It was a straight up drama. All right. Number two, Shadow's House season two. All right. And number one, my theatrical vampire Lelouch. Oh, my fucking God. The case study of Anitas. Okay. Fair enough. I respect that. Ethan. Number five, Akiba Made War. They built up the drama really well in that series and how Nagomi uh, had to come up in order to try and change that society. Did it really well. Number four, JoJo. Um, I enjoy the drama in JoJo. Um, it is okay. one of the more one of the more drama filled seasons of the six seasons that they've had. Um, just the, the the final battle between Pucci and um, and Jolene and Jolene and uh, what's her face? Um, fuck Hermes. Aramis and um, Anastasia, Emporia, whatever. Yes, yes, all that fucking the drama filled. Like, what's gonna happen next? But it was, it was to me, it felt like a similar drama to Dio and 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 um, and uh, fuck, I'm forgetting these names now. Um, uh, I keep, what the hell? Gira? No, no, Dio and um, uh, J, 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 J. Palmer? Not Jolene. Uh, uh, Jotaro. Jotaro. God damn yeah, it. Jotaro. Okay. Let's say, like, who? Who? Jotaro. Who, who? It felt like it felt that similar drama. Like, oh, you thought it was this? No, it was this. You thought it was this? No, it was this. You know, it, it felt like typical JoJo, which is number three, yeah. Raven of the Inner Palace. Um, I probably should have put JoJo ahead of Raven, but I, I enjoyed Raven's drama and the build up from that. Um, number two, Abyss. Abyss is Abyss. We've talked about it for so goddamn yeah. long. Um, already on this series, but it's so drama filled, uh, along with the sadness and the depression and the thrillingness, absolutely incredible. And number one for me was, was Requiem. Um, okay. it is a Shakespearean of, play, right? I'm sorry, Requiem of the Rose King, correct? Requiem yeah. of the Rose King, got you. There was another Requiem that I was looking up, I was like, this came out in 2003. What the hell is no, it? Requiem no, Requiem of the live action movie or the other anime. <laughs> Um, just I can't remember. It was a Requiem. I've seen it. I can't remember it. Though. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Oh, Requiem of the Rose King, dude. It is a Shakespearean play brought to life in anime. Shakespearean plays are known for their drama. It's a tragedy on top of that. So it was great. Twists and turns, all the above. I'll give you Requiem. All right, uh, number five, Dance, 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 Your. Hmm. I I love the ballet of it. I love the drama of it, especially with uh, not Jude Pay. What was the other guy's name? Um, hell if I remember. Hold on. Okay. Fuck no, I need to go to uh, Mori. Uh, Mori. Mori. Yeah, Mori. Uh, yeah, this the drama of him is past. Uh, everything that was uh, just trying to impress his grandmother that final dance. Yeah. And she still did not see him, even though he poured his heart into it. Mm-hmm. That was sad, man. You got something um, to press on? What? What you got, Star Man? Uh, Haiku Vodka. All right. Suntory. Shout out to House Suntory, Japanese Vodka. Kampai. Kampai. All righty. Very good. Uh, number four, Record of the Rose King. Okay. Uh, number three, Tomodachi Game. Okay. It's a drama of it, especially with one of the guys that talk about why he's in the game, about his first father. He got mm-hmm. he got his own father killed. Like, holy shit. Uh, Made in the Best, number two, mm-hmm. for all the heartbreaking moments. But mm-hmm. number one, Benitas. His fucking his his fucking pass. My guy, my guy. Yeah, his pass. Holy fucking shit! (laughs) Everything about him. 
you know, vampire anime has continuously turned me off, but it's like that's if I was gonna say one, you should have watched this. Is you should you should have watched this one. This is yeah. So if there was one I regret, it's, it's not watching Vanessa. The dub, they speak French in the dub. Yeah, because they're they're in France, so yeah. Oh, that's with, pretty cool. They speak with French accents. They speak in French. They like you know I I can watch Emily in Paris all day, but you throwing some vampires in that shit, and I love it. Alrighty, uh, mango cake, best fights. The genre, the genres are done. All best right. fight, baby. This was a tough category. Yeah. All right. Um, my best fights. There were some good fights. Um, I can't rank them. I cannot rank these okay. fights. That's gonna name some dope fights. Um, Hawk versus the League of Villains. I thought that was one of the better fights. Um, that happened. Dobby versus his dad. Spoilers! Oh my god, that shit was fucking amazing. I'm not gonna say his dad was, but that shit was dope. Um. Next one I got is Chainsaw Man versus Katana Man. That yeah. was an excellent fight. I, I had I had Spider Man two vibes from the train. So, like mm. the whole fight was was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, <sighs> the Quincy King versus the entire fucking Soul Society was just badass. Uh, that was the ultimate fight. Just yeah. And last but not least, <laughs> um, last but not least, uh. Best fight, damn. Hmm. Aaron versus the world. <laughs> That's fair. You know what? Aaron versus the motherfucking world, man. Shit. <sighs> I already know because I've seen so many spoilers yeah. already, but still, you know. Yeah. Uh, all right, Ethan, your turn. You know, I gave. So again, as I as I said before, I gave it to the the top four, and I gave a random one. So even though I agree with a lot of the ones that Starman just said that are better than this one. So number five, I get to Akari and Menno versus um this over. Um Ashina or sorry, Akari and Menno and Ashina versus Pan, uh, Pandemonium from um fuck I'm forgetting the anime now. That's oh uh Executioner. Um okay. yeah that had one my spring one. Um number four Chisato versus Majima. I enjoyed that back and forth. I enjoyed the thought processes between them, the mental battles along with the gunplay. Was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Number three. No, no, no. no I, I should have said that one. That was dope. That's a good honorable mention. That, that was dope, bro. Yeah. Uh, number three was the jiu-jitsu, the jujitsu kaizen zero fight. Loved the shit out of that fight. Was absolutely right. incredible. The fucking the the way that the theater popped when that fight was going down. I'd never been a part of a theater that popped that hard like that. Number two. Um, I I put Deku versus Shigaraki, but quite frankly, you could just do heroes versus villains in season six because that whole fucking series is just fucking bomb as fuck. That whole, I mean, like I said, I didn't rank My Hero Season 6 because Matt and I had agreed not to do the continuals, um, but that would have made my top 10 easily. My Hero, in the first half of their series, would have made the top 10, no doubt. I have no doubt. I believe that it's going to make my my top 10 for 2023 when we do it this time next year in 2024. Can't wait for that. Number one, Daki and Jutaro versus the Demon Slayer Corp. That's- oh, yeah, absolutely. That fucking fight yeah. is so goddamn, oh, so beautiful, so emotional, so powerful, so awe-inspiring. That is an awe-inspiring fight, you know? And it doesn't have the same emotional weight that it did when Rengoku died versus uh, the number three demon. But, I mean, fuck, man. Like, that shit was so raw. Seeing fucking Tanjiro, oh, my God. It fucking, oh, my God. That shit was fucking firing. Uh, very good, nice. Uh, number five, Kenpachi versus Kenpachi. Shit, what? I love that fight. 
Woo! I love my very bleach fight. There's every bit about the backstory behind it and just how it ends. And he didn't spoil who the other Kenpachi was. Good job, bro. Yep. Uh, number four, Vanitas first no in Vanitas. Mm. This was a more drama based, but just everything around it and just how they were fighting. There's no mm-hmm. to try to get Vanitas to like open nah. up. Like mm-hmm. Vanitas nah. just want he just wanted to be alone and no just made sure he does not he would not be alone. Nah, no Vanitas no trying to kill him. Noel was his friend, and Vinus House was being a complete asshole to him when. This yeah, guy- the, again, he he does not want his blood sucked, and basically the brother was trying to convince Noel to do that, and it's just but at the same none of that. Time, I agree with that shit. Like, no motherfucker, get the fuck off me, damn. You know, yeah, it's it, it, just the drama behind the fights what made me enjoy. Number three, heroes versus villains, and my hero academia. Uh, mm-hmm. I got Hawks and fucking twice. That was one of them. Uh, Dobby's mm-hmm. fights, shit, the Shigaraki, while he's basically. Near death, just go full on. He cannot die. Shigaraki and, will not fucking and, die. And he and he just took one hundred easily. Just chew it like biting down on the head. Like holy shit! No, he didn't take it flush, bro. He's he was on the brink of death because of fucking. Uh, but I'm saying like like he, like he, like, he, like he was still standing after everything, even after the one hundred percent. He was because he's so fucking OP. He's all for one. Exactly. Junior. That's why I loved it, junior, bro. Yeah. Uh, number two, I'm mixing them together, but first, uh, Shinpei the gang versus the shadows at the school, the school fight in summertime, and just Ushio and Shinpei against Shide. Dope that fight. Fi- Dope that fight. final, that final scene, like with, with Ushio, like behind Shinpei while he's holding the gun, just shooting that final shot. Beautiful. And of course, number one, Demon Slayer Core against Giotaro. Dabi mm. loved it. Such a good fight. And just add the animation fight. The fact when Tengen comes in, you know, he has one arm cut off, still fighting with it, has the fangs in his mouth, just screaming back and forth. Everybody was like, bam! <laughs> Fucking incredible. Fucking incredible indeed. All right, let's get to let's get to our characters. All righty, let's go. Going? Mooncake, uh duo. Not 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 a relationship, like a partnership. All right. What's your duos? All right, my favorite duos. Um, duos was a little u- unique because. Um, Hold on, real uh, quick. Where, where are? Never mind. I found it. I was gonna say where are duos in the in the list, but I got it. Sorry, sorry, man. Yeah, yeah, go. Ahead. No, no, it's all good. It's all good. All right, duos. I got um number five, Denji and Power. They weren't technically a duo, but I like the chemistry of the two. That's characters. a duo. That's a duo, fam. That's yeah. A duo. The dog and the cat. I love him. All right. Number four is Anya and Lloyd. Uh, Anya was straight up like, like Anya was straight up like LeBron James to like Lloyd's D-Wade. Like she was straight alley-ooping her dad the entire fucking season. I loved it. I was like, where are you going with that? But that makes sense. All right. All right. Number three, Kay and Emilico. They're a fucking like, when they're together, there's nothing that they can't do. I really love them. All right. Um, Kate and the Millico, that is from Shadow's House. All right. From Lacrimus Recall, we got Takina and Chisato is my number two. Um, that is a fucking duo. That is a motherfucking duo. These two girls together are unfuckwittable. Unfuckwittable. The only only reason why I didn't rank them one is because, I don't know, man, Chisato just kept no talking to us, stay away. You go do this. And I'm like, God damn it. They she never really wanted to team up. They were always doing shit solo. Anyway, for that very reason, my number one is gonna be Champagne Ishuo from Summertime Rendering. Oh my fucking God. Clutch. Clutch. Motherfucking clutch. That is the clutches. I ain't even gotta turn my back because I know I know my girl got my back. I know my man got my back. She popped up out of that motherfucking shell and saved this man's life. Like 
knowing that he can die and they can reset, she still saved his fucking life, bro. She's so fucking clutch. That that's a duo. They're powerful. Bro, you can make a song that, like motherfucking clutch. I yeah. heard that shit and I immediately thought you could make a rap beat out of that bitch, bro. Motherfucking clutch. Motherfucking like I just I hear it, bro. That shit like oh that you know, I just thought about it, Star. You know, you remind me of a little bit. You remind me of more southern big Sean. Boy. Boy. <laughs> My nigga. Boy. All right. Uh, Ethan, what you got? All right. Number five, just because, again, they won in my season, in my spring season, uh, Ninium and Wayne, and Wayne from uh, Genius Prince. Number four, and I, I do groups. I don't like to do duos generally, even though my duo is number one. So I'm doing a lot of groups. Number four is the entire Forger family. I mean, dude, okay. your Anya and fucking Lloyd. Crazy, especially in season two at the beginning. Now that they introduced uh, fucking uh, Bond, great. Three, the entire fucking corp of heroes from My Hero Academia, clutch. Number two, uh, Team Four from Chainsaw Man. That includes uh, uh, Abemi as well. Akemi, Abemi, Abemi, I believe is her name. Uh, his his is uh, Shinpei and Ushio from uh, Summertime Rendering. Yes. So my number two was uh, uh, Team Four from Chainsaw Man. My number um, one was Shimpan Ushio for the guy in the comments that asked. That's from Summertime Rendering. That's fair. I didn't watch Summertime Rendering, and I'm sure it would rank on a lot of my fucking awards if I had. And I will plan to watch it when it drops on Disney Plus. <laughs> Straight up. Um, yeah, or so, Hulu. Yeah, or Hulu. It's going to be on Hulu, yeah. Number That's two, why. like I said, uh, Team 4 from Chainsaw Man. So uh, Aki, Abemi, uh, Power, and Denji. Four of them together crazy they're gonna get even crazier which i cannot wait for number one was chisato and takina for all the reasons that starman mentioned i didn't so your point to why they weren't number one was the fact that they, it didn't seem like chisato wanted a team with takina it was not the case it was the opposite because takina did not want a team with chisato at the beginning and then takina learned to grow and appreciate chisato and look at her as a best friend maybe more if you want to go down that route i don't but you could go it down was that a route white majima's do. ass like they did when they finally got the fuck yeah it was chisato kept her away because takina loved her so much takina would give it all to save Chisato. And Chisato didn't have that because she had the purest soul of anybody probably in the fucking sea. Um, she did not kill. And it always bothered me. Always. And to this day, it still bothers me. She does not want to kill for the sake of herself or for the sake of her friends. But I understand the entire principle behind it. And Chisato just wanted to shield Takina away from that. Shield her from the pain, from the stress of that. And Takina was like, no, bitch. Like, I'm your bitch. Like, I'm going to be there for you. You mean the world to me. I'm down as fuck. I'm ten toes down for you, bitch. We're going to fucking get through this. We're going to get through it together. They fucking did. For now. For now. All right, four now. <laughs> uh, number five, uh, Junpei and R- and Mori from Dance Dance. Hey, just them helping each other grow as these ballet dancers. While Mori's mm-hmm. like supposed to be like this Russian ballet, Russian ballet is the best, but with this Junpei, mm-hmm. no training whatsoever, mm-hmm. it just has mm-hmm. the basic movements, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. body language of it, and it's just, mm-hmm. just the, the friendly type rivalry. At the mm-hmm, end of it, mm-hmm. even though Maury's a cousin fucker, but fuck <laughs> <laughs> okay, whatever. Uh, number four, Vanitas and No, love them, love them together. I'm glad they were back together, mm. even that, even during the fights or just. I love the imagery of like the mm. final episode. Like first part one was Vanitas leaning on No, and then mm. this one No laid on Vanitas. Mm. I love the I love the little imagery of it. Uh, number three, Kong Ming and, e- and Eiko from Yeah Boy Kong Ming. <laughs> 
Yeah, again, again, Conming was the met was her agent manager. He helped her grow. Mm. Made these perfect strategies to just be to get to get to reach her goal. She did that, and they still have a long way to go. But this mm-hmm. is a great start of just finding her voice, and he got that. Out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Number two, Shisato Takina. Mm-hmm. Great, great, great duo. Great female duo. I love their fights together in mm-hmm. their interactions, mm-hmm. even if they don't agree with everything at first. But like. Chisato made Takina like feel human. Yeah. And number one, Shinpei Ushio. Mm. You could put him as like yeah, you, 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 as a bit, you, you, you could put him as either couple or duo, but they were a better duo. Yeah. And even at the very end, Ushio made sure he was there. You know she's not. What? Let's go, boy! Yeah. But yeah, there's again the great dynamic for all of them. So kudos all around. Mm. Mm. All right, strawberry cake couples. Hey, I have to break the seal, so go ahead. I already broke the seal. I should say, I do it again. Yeah. All right, stop, man. Uh, couples. Couples. Ah, all right, couples. All right, number five. Um, Nazana and Co. Um, okay. I said it wasn't much romance. They were really. I like the fact that. Um. And typically in anime, people like jump off the porch, they jump straight in love and it's confessions and it's all this tension. I like the fact that they were just fucking friends and hanging out and they really had to come to grips with, with their feelings. Um, so much so that, you know, I don't even think Cole knows his entire sexuality. And I really appreciate it when the trap got when the trap <laughs> his ass, this motherfucker was like, I mean. You you kind of had me, so I, I kind of so going back to Nazana, I really do appreciate the fact that um they were they were a couple, but not quite, but still though um no man it, it was a really cool couple uh number four Akari and Jinro uh Akari and Jiro um like I said they were a married couple but not quite lovers the, everything was in the title um everything was in the fucking title. And I just love the fact that it was like, hey, man, this is a perfect description of our relationship. Um, you know, you get the girl that you want and you get the girl that's out of your league. I think that's pretty, pretty remarkable. Uh, number three, Yuzaki and Shinichi. Um, No, man, um, I like the fact that they're finally about to be a couple, but they're not quite a couple yet. For that very reason, this is going to off my last two. President Shigeru and Kaguya, that's my number two. Um, that is because it took the entire season for them to actually try to build their relationship and actually confess. And, you know, that whole game is of war is who's going to confess before the other. But this entire year, there's only one anime couple who made it official. First episode, they're already dating. They're already a couple. And that was Destiny and Fudo from Love After World Domination. That's my number one couple. They were the only legit couple. Like, they literally were boyfriend and girlfriend, not trying to confess. No, they were already hanging out. They were already going on dates. They were already holding hands. One is a Power Ranger. One is a fucking, like, trying to take over the world. And they got this secret relationship that no one fucking knows about. And I just, I honestly thought it was a beautiful trope, man. It was it was lovely. Perfect couple. Fair enough. Ethan? Number five for me, Senpai and Uzaki-chan, for all the reasons uh, Starman made, just because they still haven't gotten there quite yet, couldn't elevate them more. Number four for me is Gojo and Marin. Again, not a couple officially, um, but their dynamic is incredible. Um, their chemistry is off the off the charts. 
um, this, you know, they made me feel. And again, anything that makes me feel always resonates with me. Number three, Sasaki and Miyano. They actually did become a couple in the season finale. So they are an official couple um, for all the reasons that Matt and I have mentioned uh, throughout the, the, the episode today, just how incredible they are together. Uh, number two for me, Michio and Roxanne. They're the only couple that was fucking. They was fucking. I mean, I mean, uh, Noel and Vermeil, uh, if you want to get tested, too. You're right. Yeah, but you're right, though. You fucking right. You right when you right. Nigga, you they right. were fucking in. I can't even fucking. Hardcore lie. fucking. From like episode one or two. No, two. Episode two. He was getting it in. Technically, he was a slave. But I'm not going to make it awkward. He didn't, he didn't treat her like a slave. He treated her like, like an actual woman, like someone he affectionately cared for. And he gave it a dick just as such. And number one for me, Shiragane and Kaguya. Yes, by definition, they're not an official couple. But again, that fucking finale, that payoff was so fucking incredible. So admirable. So beautiful. How could you not give it to them just based off of that fucking payoff? It was just otherworldly. World domination, and you'll know why. Like, watch it. Yeah, I'm I know what about. That's fair. That's a fair. That's a fair thing. You got. I'm gonna watch Recommend the Rose King. You guys sold me on that show. I'm gonna check it out. It's good, dude. It's uh, good. Yeah, it's actually really solid. <laughs> Shakespearean tragedy, bro. You gotta love it. This, just the tale of Richard. Watch. Just we're not gonna tell you, but like, it's just the heartbreak of him. Uh, but yeah, um, number five. Uh, Richardo and Henry, mm. the the not the not the first not the king, the other one, Buckingham. Yeah, Buckingham. What anime? That's so toxic. Record of the Rose King, but it's that, so toxic, bro. Toxic, but the it's realistic and just at the very end, just wait for me in hell. That type of thing, even in death, <laughs> loved them. He loved them, but it, right or wrong, it was it was there. Uh, number four. Uh, Gojo and Marin, that the the element aspects were there, especially that I love you at the end, like the last scene. I actually like that a lot. I know we talked about the hotel and all this, but I think that last scene, like they were like the, the side screen side by side, they weren't there, but like then it seemed like they were. And then Gojo falls asleep, and then Marin tells him that she loves him, that she loved him in that aspect. Uh, number three, Izumi and Shikamori. Again, they were a legit couple, and the, again, the patience for Shikamori. People, a lot of people will give up on Izumi, but she doesn't. She's there with him through and through, and I, I love that about them. Uh, number two, Saki Miyano, great payoff, and of course, uh, Shigarane and Kaguya, number one. Hey, I got, I got, it's not, it's not official yet, but it was the, it was that big step in the right direction, but for for both Kaguya and Shigarane as a, as people. Yep, 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 yep. All right, speaking of horniness, let's get to some uh, muffin husbando. Okay, all right. Um, I ain't gonna lie, husbando was like, after I did best boy, I was like, all right, so what do I got left for husbando? I couldn't settle on five, but I give you a top three, all right? My yep. number three husbando is gonna be my guy, Vanitas, man. This guy has a flair for the dramatic. He's poetic as fuck, and... He just talks way too much shit. I fucking love it. Number two, Shin Pei. Shin Pei is a Shin Pei is a man. Like, like ladies, that, that's the type of man you want. Shin Pei, he is a down ass nigga. Shin Pei real as fuck. He's down. He takes care of his lady. Even when he's met with like, hey, your girl is not real, but I'm real. He's like, you know what? I'd rather die 
with her than live through all the rest of this shit, no matter how many lives I get. If that ain't devotion, I don't know what is. Number one was the only actual husband. That's Lloyd Forger. Lloyd, hey, he faking it till you make it, bro. To the hey, King of faking it till you motherfucking make it. He tried that honey pot and got hit in the face, but hey, fake it till you make it, bro. I can't even be mad at you. That's my, those are my top three. That's fair. Ethan. Lay's chip, y'all. When you've been drinking, it's good uh, alcohol food. Yep. Number five for me was my random. I gave it to Minami from uh, from Love, uh, what's it called? More Than Married Couple. Minami is just something so cool about him. Obviously, that's what his, his gimmick is. He's so cool. He's chill. And at the end, when he rejected Akari, he still is like, I, I want you to find your happiness. I know that, jo- that uh, Jiro's your happiness. Um <clears throat> You know, like, I want you to find out. I want you to be happy. I want you to not feel like me where you can't get your happiness because he's in love with his brother's wife, who we caught fucking when he was younger. So I thought that was real as fuck. Number uh, four for me was Rato, simply because he won that spring season. That was what it was. Number three for me is Lloyd. Agree with you. Starman on that. The actual husband. Down as fuck. Chill. <coughs> cool. Multi-purpose. Amazing. Number two for me was Kirishima from uh Yakuza from Yakuza um he's a badass but he's got this sweet side he's so caring for that girl um so you know just I can't say in love with her but like you know just that genuine devotion not because he's being paid to do it because that's his job as as a Yakuza member but because he genuinely feels for her and number one for me by far beyond a shadow of a doubt Catesby from fucking Requiem you want to talk mm. about the ultimate devotion, the ultimate, like, I don't care who you love. I don't care who you fuck. I don't care what you do. I will be with you th- until th- until we we die. Um, you are my everything. You are who I live to serve. Oh, that is Catesby. For real. That yeah. is Catesby. Catesby is that down for Ricardo. And it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful fucking thing. I, you, you could never want more from a husband than to be like down through thick and thin, through hell and high water. I'm there. I will always be right. there wherever you're at. Even if you don't want me there, I'll find a way to be there because I care for you that much. Yeah. You've been there for him ever since he was a kid. The only one that gave a damn about it when the parents didn't. Exactly. When he, when he chose wrong, he chose Henry. He chose Buckingham. Kate Speed was always there. Always yep. looking out for him. Even, even, when, the mo- even when the mother didn't love him. Exactly. Straight Fucking up. Amazing. All right. Number five, Lloyd. Again, for everybody said, fake it till you make it. He does. He does that very well. Number four, Mika from like chorus. That physique. I'm telling you. Especially after the reveal at the end. <laughs> Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three, Benitas. Seductive Vespa. Straight up. Yeah, straight up. And I love him. God damn it. Uh, that actually, I probably would love to just, just the earrings. It could be the only pain in the ass. <laughs> uh, number two, Hatsuka from Call of the Night. Trap. Fucking trap vampire. Has a harm, just fucking lust. <laughs> does that harm, but does that count based off of the fact that she identifies as a woman? You can't be a husbando if you if you identify as a woman, right? Bro, no, he identifies as a guy. He just dresses my, up my, as a girl. It was fun to be my husband, though. It's just because she's a dummy mommy, and I feel like a dummy mom is technically a husband. That's all I'm saying. Dummy mommy! Uh, <laughs> number one, an, an actual husband. Tengen from Demon Slayer. 
Tegan. Hey, Tegan yeah, was an actual husband. I did. Yeah, he, he has a, he had three wives. He did everything. I thought about wives. that, but I'm like, bro, like he was just more husband than anyone else. No, he loves them all, man. He loves them all equally. He finds a way to make her all love. He went to go save them, all that shit, and they were willing to help him out. So yeah, no, that 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 man. Plus, plus he's a fucking hunk. I'm telling you, humana humana. All righty, let's move on. Pineapple cake, waifu. Waifu. Waifu, baby. All right, all right. Let's see. Um, all right, we didn't do the best girl. Waifu. All right, I'm qualifier. Um, waifu and best girl aren't the same. I just need the guys at home listening to know that when I speak of waifu, I, I purely mean attractive female anime character. That hey, if I was the anime guy. Hey man, I'm I'm trying to give her a love confession on the top of the roof too. All right, my number yep. five, Chica from Kaguya Sama Love Is War. You know, I got a, I got I got a thing for pink hair anime girls. That's just almost my flavor of the month. You want to guess who I like? She's probably the girl with the pink hair. Number four, Lucy. Lucy was super sexy. She was super toxic, yep. but she was just as sexy. All right, number three, Nazuna. Again, with the pink hair, I love Nazuna. I couldn't get enough of her. All right, number two, Akari. Wantanabe. Sorry, pink hair again. Wins again. All right, uh, and number one, waifu. Maureen, my dress up darling. Yeah. No yeah. one waifu, baby. Even. Oh, man. It's potato chips. <laughs> Nigga, if I'm drinking, I want to eat, know. bro. That's, that's like, fair. That's fair. I respect that. I respect that. And we're going so goddamn long. We're already at three hours and 40 we're, minutes. We're almost done. We're almost done. We're almost Thanks done. Armin being 30 minutes late. It should only be three hours and nine minutes, but I. We're almost done. Rapido, rapido. All right. Waifu. Five for me. Erica from Cuckoo. Pink hair. I think, right? Pink hair. Erica, yeah. keep going, bro. Keep going. <laughs> it's like, keep going. I see you. That was my random pick. Uh, also, uh, yeah, Dawson is actually. Te- mm, got him. Dawson's hair is pink, bro. Don't try me. It's, I think it's the shading. The shading. Hey, you, was coasting. you was coasting when you saw that bitch with pink hair. All right, number four for me, a girl with pink hair. Akari. So beautiful. So sexy. Um, Good Lord. Number three, Chisato. Something about Chisato, bro. She's like blonde. Yeah, bro. Like she, she would be a fantastic mom for real. Like if you have a kid with Chisato, you're in great hands. Number two for me, which is a shocker for many probably, is Kamiya from Shikimori. She is just there was something about her that was so striking, so um, endearing. The way she, um, the way she still loved Ishimo, um, what's it called Izumi, despite the fact that you know he she couldn't have him. And the fact that um, that Shikamura is like, it's okay for you to love my man because anybody that loves my man is a good person. That's so powerful. The way she cried when she realized like she can't have the love of her life, um, it's special. And the way that she's still there for them, despite that fact, is incredible. The fact that she even said, she's like, I'm not going to give up, you know, knowing that they're happy. I'm still not going to give up. But she's not a hoe about She's not a whole about it. That's white hair. <laughs> but that's white hair. Perfect pink for it too. Like that's white hair. That's pink. Nigga, that's white. That's pink, bro. That's white. That looks white. That's pink. You need to work. You need to work on your contrast and exposure. Anyway, Kamiya definitely she resonated with me more than most of these girls. Not on any sort of sexual level, but just on a wholesome level. Um, I always loved Kamiya, and I, I just wish more people would appreciate her for the nice, gentle soul that she is, despite being heartbroken. And number one for me, Marin, 
What more is there to say about Marin? Good God. It's unanimous so far, baby. Good God. Yeah. All right. Number five, Aiko from your boy Kambang. Super cute. I love her. Super cute. And she can sing. Exactly. Damn right. Number four, your um, spy family. Badass bitch. I'm a badass bitch. Looks cute in that outfit. And then. Bro, I feel like if, you, if your grabs your cock and just does one stroke, it's coming off your body. Oh, yeah. 100%. Pretty much. <laughs> Straight yeah. up. Rip. Yeah. Uh, number three, uh, Jeanne from Vanitas. Jeanne is what oh, is John. my favorite. Yeah. I did love Jeanne. She was so cute. Uh, number two, Makima from Chainsaw Man. Diamond. Can't. Don't mommy. Don't 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 man. Power this way, baby. But you know, that's a different conversation. Hey, you know what, Marin, number one. Hey, unanimous. We got. I love it. Hey, Angel, eat your heart out, motherfucker. Marin's that bitch. He is that. All right, uh, Devil Food Cake antagonist. All right, my antagonist. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Number five is Lord Ains Algon. This season of Overlord, he was the fucking bad guy, and you can't convince me otherwise. All right. Number four was Katana Man. He wasn't the mastermind behind anything, but he was a good-ass bad guy for the two episodes he was in. All right. Number three, I have um, Shigaraki. Um, yeah, bro. Shigaraki was about that fucking life. Um, My Hero Academia. Number two is Dobby. Because Dobby just, Dobby hates his motherfucking dad. Like, damn, bro, that really takes for all a the, For all the right reasons. Insert racist joke. Bro, he just, like, goddamn, Dobby. But my number one antagonist, the Quincy King. Bro, on sight? If on sight is a person? Oh, shit, bro. <laughs> King was like, bro, it is on sight when I see you. It is motherfucking on sight. And I got to respect it. Um, all right. Number five for me, the only good part about Platinum Man, Matt, that you agree with is Yoneda. Yes. Number five uh, for me. Number four, Majima. Super technical, super brainy, super badass. Number three, Buckingham. Twisted, toxic, cruel, just so wicked. He was very wicked, and he was definitely a piece of shit with fucking Richardo. Number two, Shigaraki, for all the reasons Starman made. I probably would put Buckingham a little bit higher than Shigaraki, but I'll put Shigaraki at two. Number one for me, Father fucking Poochie. How could you not appreciate Father Poochie as the fucking premier antagonist? He is the second best antagonist in the JoJo series next to fucking Dio Brando, his fucking self. He is just so goddamn just enthralling. One of the most enthralling antagonists the series has ever had. Um, one of the most cunning. Um, one of the most unique um, his stand is absolutely fucking crazy. Um, literally, it had to take some actual, like, universal fucking glitch in order to stop him. Like, out of this fucking world. Father Pucci resonated so hard for me. Buckingham came probably second in terms of that. Um, Shigaraki was just more badass as an antagonist. That's why I gave it to him a two. So, those are my five, bro. Uh, number five, the teacher from Vanitas. Uh, those teacher, uh, Starman would know. Like, yeah, but SFA, he may have been in that last episode, but he instilled into everyone there. Just that presence of him being, reveals him as that baddie. No shots. Everyone was shocked. And it's just, hey, this is going to happen, basically. (laughs) 
And he just had a big smile on his face when he was saying all this shit to them. <laughs> Uh, also, uh, Captain, thank you so much. Uh, we'll recap you later. It'll be on YouTube. I really appreciate you being here with us, even technical difficulties and everything. Yeah, uh, you've been great. Uh, I love you, brother. And um, also, a uh, shout out to him. Oh no, no, oh no, no, no. You have not seen our shows then. But uh, also, uh, <laughs> also, uh, if you if you guys are on Twitch, uh, follow the Captain VP on Twitch. He uh, plays Smash Brothers. Uh, good friend of mine in real life. Knew him for known for almost fifteen years now. Uh, again, you've been nothing but a supportive friend. Uh, I love you, buddy. So that's a shout out to you. Podcast, guys. Friends of ours is a friend of a podcast. He's friends of mine, too. Good job, bro. Yep. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. Number four, Yoenda. He made 80% of the people not believe in God. <laughs> Pretty fucking powerful. Of the world population. Right, 80%. <laughs> Legit. And he only talks for like 10 minutes. Even though it was like two episodes. I've said, but his fucking monologue. Dragon Ball Z level fucking monologue. Yeah. Ten minutes and, after two episodes. And it worked. Uh number three, Shigaraki. Just everything about it. Just anyway, yep. Take care, Captain. Again, I'll we'll, we'll recap you later. Uh number two, Father Pucci. Again, yeah, he won. The legit won. But there's this number one, Shide from Summertime Rendering. He was, was he was a legit thorn in their side. Even in all those loops, he ended crucial. He had crucial deaths to people, where the point they, they cannot come back in that in that timeline. He did all of this again. He, and when he, he we thought he was just gonna be a side character, but no, he was the real mastermind, and he just manipulated the shadows, the, the the mother of all people. He was that badass. He even killed Ushio. We talked about this. I don't know, but despite this real fucking trick. <laughs> Just everything about him, and he was close. Father Pooch succeeded, but you know what? Shide, he was more consistent, more consistent in all those episodes while Pucci was mostly near the end. So I had to give it to Shide. All righty. Uh, the plum cake protagonist. All right. Uh, top protagonist I have number five, David from Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Number four, Bochi from Bochi the Rock. Number three, Lloyd Folger from Spy Family. Number two, Chisato from Lycris Recall. And number one, Denji from Chainsaw Man. Re- well, no, 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 no. Why? Oh, why Denji? Why that putz? <coughs> he's a putz. He's a cool putz, but he's a putz. Um, no, the reason why Denji's number one is because, um, bro, just a young guy who never had shit, who has low motivations, um, he had to find motivation. Honestly, he's an interesting character because... I mean, he's strong, he's stupid, and he's easily motivated. I mean, why is that endearing to you? Why is he better I than Chisato? Really say endearing. It's it's just, um, bro, he turns into a chainsaw and fight for three motherfucking days straight. I I just think he's a badass. He's badass. I agree, but nigga, Denji's a real protagonist. The realest protagonist. <laughs> I mean, you, man, ca- y'all unmotivated ass motherfuckers. Y'all stick together. I right, bet. No problem. <laughs> Shaking my. <mama. laughs> All right, all right, go ahead. Number five, Shirogane. Number four, Richardo. Number three, you know, Matt, you convinced me on last week with our show why this person should be protagonist. And I don't want to change my pick out of principle, but I agree with you. Number three is Nagomi from Akiba Made War. Number two, I put Ichigo. Number one, I put Shisato. I mean, for all the obvious reasons, for the majority of those. Very good. Uh, Number five, Tanjiro. He definitely was that. Definitely I wanted there. to put Tanjiro. I wanted to put Deku. I wanted to put them in there. And I'm just like, uh, they, you know what it is? 
I feel like they have a team and they are great individuals, but without the team, they would die. Facts. I say he again, he he does keep trying for me, even on his own. Trying in life, bro. I fail a lot. And guess what? I don't have a team behind me. You know, that's why I'm you don't see me fucking successful. If I was successful, I probably wouldn't be on this fucking podcast. Uh, true. Uh, uh, number four, Jolene. Again, I love Jolene. Okay, she, she she grew on me, man. Okay. Number three, Nagomi. Uh, number two, Chisano. Number one, Shinpei. Summertime rendering. He is that hero. He was that. He was that. He was that baby face. Oh yeah, he did it. Fair, and, sir, fair. All right, let's uh, move on. We got some supports going in. Uh, let's see. Snowball cake supporting female. My list is blank. Really? My list is blank. I didn't get to that far on the list. Oh shit! <laughs> I didn't do the support. There were some amazing females this season. Unfortunately, I didn't. I didn't thoroughly put enough thought into naming them and listing them as I I should have. But I, I don't want to all the amazing sub protagonists. Female characters for the 2022 season. You're all amazing. I do have a best girl though. We'll get to that later. All right. We'll, we're, yeah, that's that's coming out of the supportings. All right, even supporting girls. <laughs> he looks so defeated. Number five was my random, Ayano, Ayano from Engage Kiss. She loved this man. She gave up being with her man. She fucking still supported her man despite him having that contract. With uh, what's her face? The the demon. Yeah, it was very admirable. She was there. She support even. She even supported the nun. It was very admirable. Number four because it won in spring. Uh, Ninium from Genius Prince. Number three, um, Matt. As you know, I chose the group uh, from fucking Shikamori during I believe spring as well. It might have been or winter. Uh, Nekozaki, Hachimitsu, and Kamiya. Love those three girls together. Always supporting Shikamori. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, always supporting Shikamori. Love that that combination. Number two, Takina. I know you had talked about in the summer season how she's more of a main character. I saw her more as a support. I gave it to Takina. Okay. Number one, I gave it to Ronko from Akiba Maid War. Constantly there for Nagomi, constantly supporting her. The only one that believed in her, saw her vision, saw her dream, loved her. Ronko. All righty. Number five, Queen Hillen from Rank of the Kings. She was that healer. If she was not there, more people would have fucking died. Uh, yeah, you find out she's actually a great mother to fucking Boji. I loved it. Number four, Erica from uh, Akabi Sailor Uniform. Wonderful character. I love the final scene with her and uh, Komichi with the violin and the dance recital thing. Be absolutely fucking stunned. Number three, Jane from Vanitas. Uh, number two, Hayasaka from Love is War. Fantastic. Best made. Get a maid like her. She tells you like it is. She pushes you. She pushes you to what... What you really want. Number one, Hizuru from Summertime Rendering. Hey. Badass bitch. Even split split personality at all with the brother inside her, but you know what? Straight up fighting. Badass bitch. All right. All right. You know what? For the sake of argument, um, number five is going to be Ami from uh, Yuzaki Chum. My number four is going to be Roxanne from Hair in Another World. My number three is going to be uh, Yano. And my number four is going to be Ruka. And my number one is going to be Chica from Love is War. All right. I gave you a supporting one. There you go. All right. 
All right, pancakes, support him, boy. All right, support him, boy. I got Gojo. Gojo uh, is my number. I'm going to give you a top two, man. I'm going to make this quick. Gojo, my dress-up darling. Number one is Tengen. Tengen was support, bro. That, that, yeah, that, he was. If you he want support, support, it's Tengen, bro. He really held his shit down. All righty. Even. I'm in the middle of a Japanese lesson because I got two. Oh, minutes. there we go. <laughs> so go ahead, Matt, if you don't mind, please. Number five, Roland from Venetus. Get a paladin like Roland. This how this how he just fucking smiles at you. He's he's fascinated. He's fancies you, man. He's <laughs> terrifying. I he's adorable, man. Come on, he's do- adorable and terrified. Uh, number four, Taiga from Sasaki and Miyano. Uh, we said we talked about, but again, he was just that supporter of Sasaki and, and, and from Miyano, quite frankly. Number three, Kabe Taijin from your boy Kaming. Uh, number two, I got I got slap respect. In, I got slap fucking respect. His name, Bonchin Nikolai La Tasty Peach Arathis from two years early season two. I talked about in the awards. He was my favorite for the fall season. Great support, great character development. And I, you, you need a guy like him. You need a guy like him in your corner. Fun guy. Number one, Mika from like Chorus Recall. I love that man. Mm-hmm. And. Everything he's done for Chisato, even for the fact he killed his only lover. With just tears in his eyes, man. Yep. All right, Ethan. All right, sorry about that, guys. It took me a second. Um, so number five was Reg, because he's always constantly there for uh what's her face? Um girl from thing. Rika. Rika, thank from you. Rika? Yeah, Rika. Number four, you convinced me in the last uh last week's episode, Matt, to put fucking Bonchin. So I put Bonchin in number four. Number three, as I did in uh, the in the winter season, the senpais from Saki and Miyano. Number two was my random, and I totally agree with you, Matt. With your number one was Mika. Just the fact that, bro, like I love this woman. I love my adopted daughter so much. I'm going to kill my lover so I can make sure that she survives and is happy. Absolutely stunning development. Completely shocking. And it's just a cool dude. He's just so oh, fucking yeah. chill. Like, I would love to be his friend. Like, or I would love for him to be my fucking senpai, bro. Like, somebody like that. And number yeah. one, I talked about it earlier in terms of um, the husbando, Catesby. I, I can't say more things about Catesby. He's just such a wonderful fucking guy. Um, Mika probably beats Catesby in all sincerity just due to the sacrifice. But just in terms of how down <laughs> he is, um, how much he's there for Richardo. Catesby was my number one supporting boy because you could not ask for a better, like, attendant, assistant, friend. Um, you couldn't ask for anyone better, dude. Like, if you had no. to have somebody by your side in the trenches, it would be Catesby without a shadow of a doubt. Without a shadow of a doubt. Angel Cake, best girl. All right, best girl. This is what I got. Number five, Ronco from Akiba Made War. All right, she was she was down until the end. I'm not going to spoil it for those of you who ain't seen it. Number four, Rebecca from Edge Runner. Cyberpunk. Rebecca was like about that life, bro. Rebecca was about that life, man. She yeah, was a gangster. Like, I fuck with Rebecca. Number three, best girl. She top three best girl. Choo Choo from Gundam Witch from Mercury. Man, Choo Choo is clutch. She saves Suleta. Honestly, my favorite person in Earth House is Choo Choo. Pink pit tail Choo Choo. And punch that one in the fucking face. <laughs> Man, yo, she's clutch, man. I fucking love Choo Choo. Number two. Choo Choo. Number two is a tie. It's actually Kate and Amilico because I can't have one without the other. Kate and Amilico just love them. But number one best girl is the only girl that matters. Starlight Anya. (laughs) (laughs) Man. 
Woo! Holy shit. Ethan, you weren't feeling that. Yo, Starlight Anya. It's the best girl, man. She done saved the world like twice. I like Starlight Anya a lot more than Anya, but there's no chance in God's green creation she would ever make a top fucking 15 of my fucking best girl. That alone one? Yeah, man. That's number one for me, man. That's the best girl, man. She was yeah. a runner-up. She was a runner-up. She was your runner-up? No, like honorable mention. Oh, I'm about to say, man. I'm like, what no, the no, fuck? She, no, she was in my honorable mention. She was an honorable mention. Number five, Kaguya. Um, number four is my random. Couldn't think of anything, so I gave it to Susie from Bell. Uh, number three, Marin. Number two, Nagomi. Number one, Chisato. Not bad. Alrighty. Uh, number five, Aiko from your boy Kaming. Number four, Kaguya. Number three, Chisato. Number two, Marin. And number one, Bochi. Hey, best girl. You can say the whole band, but you know what? If I, if I had to pick just one, Bochi. All righty, banana cake, best boy. All right, you sold me on number five, Matt. I give you complete 100% credit for this, okay. and that's none other than Boji. Man, Boji was like the fifth best boy. Like, Boji was a boy, and he did his best. Number four is Mob. Mob grew. Mob <laughs> Boji was a boy. No shit, sir. <laughs> he was a boy. Like, he was a boy. Everybody else is young men. Boji was a fucking boy. He's the son of a giant who's a fucking midget, bro. He's, he's a fucking boy, man. Um, Yeah, four is mob. Um, character growth. Number three is Tengen. Dog, Tengen is motherfucking real. Three robs and save all these young motherfuckers he had to watch over after you know what happened to the last guy. You know, and he stepped up. My number two is none other than Vanitas, man. I love this nigga. Bro, I love Vanitas, bro. Like, he's one of my favorite new characters. Like, favorite new... Bro, I love Vanitas. But best boy was Shanpei. Like I said, he's Mr. Clutch himself, bro. He saved the world and died. He died, bro. He's He just died, bro. He died for your sins. This, this nigga Jesus. He Japanese Jesus, bro. That's what he did, too. Yeah, there you go. Respect. All right, Ethan. Number five, Shirogane. Number four, Catesby, because I can't say enough about Catesby. Excuse me. Number three, uh, Karishima. Um, one of the reasons why he's my, one of my favorite husbandos. Number two, like I said last week, the Emperor from Raven. Just how down he was for the Raven. Just how like caring and sincere. How much different he is from all the other Emperors. He has a heart. He has a soul. Um, he's incredible. And number one for me, going all the way back to winter, I adored i absolutely adored miano he was just so I respect that one he's just he's just such a good boy he's just such a good boy oh i bet he's, he is <laughs> I, I mean he's definitely the bottom of the bunch you would oh think, yeah no right? I, I think they're switches they're definitely switches you think they're switches there's, there's look at both of them they're definitely switches it's such a it's, it's differential though when you have like tall ass fucking sasaki you just, you just he, the, the proportions miano acts like a bottom but i think he was surprised you Okay. <laughs> I said that. I said that's what I can't said. go more in depth because it's just going to sound gayer and gayer. Yeah, and no, no. gayer and gayer. He is gay. He is gay. <laughs> I know, bro. But it's like, all right, I got to I gotta cut it off. I know I'm, I'm on my fourth right claw, but bro, I got to cut it off at some point. But no, man, they're switches. But no, honestly, like I said, such a wonderful guy. He's got just such a, a nice heart. He's just an incredible boy. He's just a, such a, a, a nice protagonist. Um, I enjoy Miano as one of my my characters. A little bit Sudandre as well. Um, I love Miano. All right, very good. Number five, Shiragane from Love Is War. Number four, Kongming from 
Your boy Kambang. Number three, Ko from Call of the Night. Number two, Vanitas. That's my boy, man. You like like a fucking Starman said. This is gonna shock people for number one. Yuichi from Tomodachi Game. Oh, hey, no, 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 no. That's a sadistic motherfucker. Again, psychotic. Just his plan for like trying to catch that uh, he who we thought was the main person, but holy fucking shit. This man is cut. This is what Ayata Koji should fucking be. Fuck him. You get Yuichi. Yuichi's better. I'm sorry. All right. Uh, we got one more award. Animation. The Cheesecake. Right. Best animation. Number five. I have Ethan. Just go ahead and leave the part right now. Number five. Best animation is Rent a Girlfriend Season 2. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take this opportunity to go. All right. No, that animation is fucking gorgeous, bro. I love the character design. I told you that. Number four is Demon Slayer, Red Light District. All right. Number three is Gundam Witch from Mercury. Number two is The Call of the Night. Number one, Cyberpunk Edge Runners. You can come back, Ethan. All right, I'll do I'll do mine, I guess. Blame Sean. He fucking quit goddamn red girlfriend, bro. Oh my god. Can you hear me though? It's kind of anime, bro. Like uh, all right, episode. all right. Long as he can hear me. Wait, 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 uh, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. Okay, okay. All right, all right, all right, all right. He said just go. I'm like, all right, I'll take this opportunity to go pee. Fucking might as well. All right, number one. I'm sorry, number five. My bad. Number five, dress up darling. Beautiful. You know, honest to God, I put dress up darling for a lot of the similar reasons Matt probably oh, not Matt. Uh Starman probably put um what's it called uh rent a girlfriend rent a girlfriend <laughs> i respect his opinion in all sincerity on the animation of rent a girlfriend it's not my favorite but i understand like some of his points in terms of like the eyes and the style and the colors <clears throat> i get that i get that a lot with dress up darling it's just a lot more crisper a lot more vibrant a lot more exuberant um number four dance dance again very exuberant very uh eye-popping um it's something that catches your eye and makes you fall deeper into the story because of how beautiful the animation is compact that excuse me compact that with the fact that it is a an arts anime where arts are known for exuberance for uh glamour for um uh basically you know just very big and vibrant scenarios um in a lot of theater um it works number three demon slayer crisp as shit come on number two bleach come on fucking movie quality for 12 episodes stunning surprising number one call of the night you want to talk about goddamn vibe vibrations of of colors the way that everything pops out in the screen the way it catches your eye It, it has a little bit of an outrun feel which i love outrun um it is truly truly one of the best animated series that isn't like a Bleach, Demon Slayer type of series um, that you can really watch, honestly. You know, you can put a lot of animes. There's a lot of good animes. I know you're never going to get the hand-drawn stuff that you get from Studio Ghibli. Um, You're not going to get, generally, a um, Makoto Shinkai level of, of, of just theatrical beauty that you get with his movies. Um, but Call of the Night, it etches its own little like piece within animation as something that will just like visually strike you 
and make you want to watch whatever that type of animation has to offer, even if it may be a whatever animation. It just so happens that Call of the Night is actually also a really good show. Very good. Uh, number five, Dance Dance here. <clears throat> number four, Demon Slayer. While I loved it, it is great. It's only is not a much improvement compared to the the movie or the first season, except for like the last bit of that of that fight. I think outside of that, it's just more of nothing improved. It was like more or less what you expect from Demon Slayer. Otherwise, it would have been. Otherwise, it would have been higher. Uh, number three, Call of the Night. Uh, we talked about it enough. The atmosphere, especially the nighttime, beautiful. Number two, Bochi the Rock. I get they caught again the concept of the manga, the live action. They did a lot of stuff to it, and it just flowed. It was crisp. It just seems so simplistic, though, dude. It, like it looks like a hand drawn thing. That's like, all thing. the animation looks very. That's the thing. That's Simple doesn't mean bad. If you do it good, it's good. Not okay. everything has to be complex. I, I don't feel that way, but that's fair. I respect your opinion. Number one, Akabi Sailor uniform, gorgeous. Again, they. How this everyone moved the shading of it, the the way it's animated, it's just fucking beautiful. It was like that nonstop with colors again with colors with movies. Everything was there for it. If you just look at the last episode, the last scene with the again with Erica and Kobichi with their with that little dance thing, stunning. That was something that just blew me away. And the quality of it, of the of the whole series, just did not stop, and I just loved it for that. All right, everyone, that is part one. <laughs> Four hours into the live recording, and when we cut the thirty minutes of time, we had to waste for Sean to come in here. Three and, and a half. Three and a half, bro. But uh, I was telling you in the group, dude, like, bro, like, but with the MMA pod as well as the uh, the, the Wrestle yeah. Kingdom review, like, by the time we're done with our thirty, which is going to run us another hour and a half to two. Like, yeah. bro, I'm going to hit over 10 hours of recording yeah. in the past 20 But, uh, again, we had a lot of great choices. A lot of them are similar. Some were surprises. What was that? What was that? I was that was going to be part two. Okay. No, I don't want to shotgun through it, dude. As long as Matt has time and he's not going to complain, bitch. I want to go through them. Explain. No, I'm good. Again, we're going we're gonna to cut off. Friday night, baby. We drinking. It's lit. Uh, we are going to take a break real quick. Uh, when we come back, we are going to do our... 30 for the year. Stay tuned. Uh, stay tuned. Um, again, thank you guys for your patience. Uh, we really yeah. appreciate the people that aren't, were here. Again, we'll be back in a few minutes. And I got to give uh, Ethan the uh, description. Yes, please. For uh, part that. two. And we'll be back in. Stay tuned, guys. It's Ivy League. It's online. It's open to everyone. Penn LPS Online takes the transformative power of an Ivy League education and makes it available to busy adults with big ambition. Take a course, gain a certificate, or earn your bachelor's degree. Take the next step on your journey of professional success. Pursue your Ivy League education from the University of Pennsylvania online. Learn more at upenn.edu slash LPS online. When you stay at a Verbo, you always get the whole home. Not part of it, but the whole upstairs, the whole downstairs. The whole fridge, the whole backyard, and the whole nap room. Because is it really a vacation home if you have to share it with a host? Only whole vacation homes. Always all yours. Book on the Verbo app.
Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yep, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR.